up, but I've got like the, the pillow fluffs over here. So if I do that, it's like everything just goes silent, and I see nothing. I hear nothing. Oh lord. Well, on that, become... on that note, what's up, everybody? What's Welcome up? to Lights Camera Cocktails. Cocktails. <laughs> I probably should have told you guys we're rolling. I figured hey, that's okay. Those are right. Some of the best podcasts just start with a big surprise. It's like, by the Does way, that mean we can drink? Zenobio. I have rules. She will cut you. We got a full house tonight, guys. <laughs> we do. This yes, is our first four person. It is. So, I mean, technically, so, we got six, first person. six people well, that could be there. Go ahead. I'm going to let you in. Guys, well, first off, I'm Zenobi. If this is your first time here, I am Jason. And today we have two special guests. One, you guys already know, he is our most recurring co host. You are. In Lights Camera Cocktail history. Yeah. It's good to be back. Thanks Joe. For having me. Yeah, absolutely. Mr. Joe. He's Welcome on here because back, he is leaving us. I almost took a drink. Ah. <laughs> I am. I, I have okay, had my okay, hands okay. here. Okay. So. We, let's start this real quick. Okay. okay, so we got Joe, and then we got my good friend here, Landon. What's up, Lando? It's, it's good to be here. <laughs> if you can't, it's not the voice I saw coming at us, but. <laughs> Landon is also uh, in the business, doing acting and writing, and he just got his hand in everything, like all of us. A couple of fingers, too. Yes. Yep. Many fingers and many pies. He's like a, the shocker. Never leaves any prints. <laughs> That's Landon for you. So before these fools uh, kick my ass, I, let's talk about this motherfucking drink, because I'm ready to drink. Yes, of course, too. Joe is ready to drink. I keep looking at it. Okay, right. so we got one here. We call it the Max Cherry Screwdriver. We kind of collaborated. Me and Lando collaborated on it today. Oh, you guys created this one together? Yeah. I like it. I like it. I like it. So what you're going to need is one and a half ounce of vodka, and you're going to need some orange juice. We got some freshly squeezed... Minute Maid? Well, it's a combination. You see, <laughs> she made I, I, I did some there. fresh squeezed and I zested a few oranges. Oh, you weren't joking about that. No, I, yeah. I, no, no, I totally no, no. thought you were so kidding. No, when I, you were I brought that, that to mix with what she got because I was like, this this fresh squeezed I've got is only going to go about one round. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So, I thought about yeah. squeezing it myself and I also thought that. I was like, there's four of us? Oh, hell no. So, well, a screwdriver is going to be happening. <laughs> yes. So you're going to do that. And Landon brought us these amazing. Uh, Old they're 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 ghost, they're ghost whiskey soaked maraschino cherries, which we just decided to call them max cherries because why shouldn't we? Because you go and they eat really a barrel bell bosman after you eat a couple of these. I didn't drink True. any of the cocktail, but I did grab a max cherry while you I were in the other room and wow. They got a little heat on them. And yeah. then we put a little bit of the cherry juice that comes in the bottle in there. We topped mm-hmm. it with it. And this is our Max Cherry Screwdriver. I'm ready to drink. You ready to drink. I'm Cheers, ready to drink. everybody. Cheers. Not on my book. Not on the book. I like it. Grabs you. Grabs you by the boo-boo. Grabs you right here. <laughs> yeah, it's good. You it get that you, little takes you tingling right there in the back like you just sucked on a lemon. Ooh. It says, we're going to have Oh my god. Mm. Yeah, I mean, it's just, uh, mm. it pretty much tastes like a screwdriver, but you can tell there's a little something more. A little, yeah. little maraschino, a little yeah. bit of yeah. That's good. Absolutely. Oh, I got I got somebody to thank, actually, uh, our sponsor for this episode, uh, Mr. Johnny Ray Diaz. Although he's not actually our sponsor, he hooked me up with a job today, oh, which yeah, yeah. Uh, helped us out in the monthly bills department. Absolutely. Uh, and if you guys are interested, he has his own podcast uh, with a couple of partners called Surviving Hollywood. Ooh. I highly suggest it. But great, great <laughs> podcast. Uh, and if you're an upcoming actor... 
You should definitely watch it because the man is booking left and right. I am totally. That's all tomorrow. There I'm going to listen to that. Yeah, you, you should. It's really, really good. Okay, so let's talk a little bit about a screwdriver. So are you guys ready for a little her story? Yes. On the screwdriver? Of course. All right, so the history of the screwdriver goes back in the day. Okay, so um, in the 1940s, there were some oil workers out there working in the oil field. Is that what you're calling yeah. it? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if they're not on a rig, it's an oil field. They're yeah. out there doing their oily shit. And... That's a totally different yeah, that, thing. That's a little... That's like after you have too many fish and chips. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Falls so, right out. Okay. Her Let me get to my history. Her history. So, the workers, they would add a little bit of vodka to their orange juice mm. on their way out there working in the... Oil, oil fields. fields. <laughs> I don't know if that's true. <laughs> that's right. Um, <laughs> um, so they're out there, and of course they ain't got spoons, so they would use their screwdriver ah. to mix up their drink, and that is where we get the term screwdriver. I like that. Right? Mm. In in memory, I'll just use my finger. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I if you I had an oily finger, it's all It's the only tool I have right now, so... <laughs> Okay. And I've heard some stories. He's screwed with that finger once or twice. <laughs> a driver, no less. Maybe. <laughs> so um, there's a different. There's a couple different types of screwdriver drinks okay. that we're going to talk about. Maybe we'll use some of them. If you replace the vodka with gin, it's called a slow screw. Uh huh. And if you, which keep... might be a good idea after you telling me all the health benefits of gin last week. Yes. Please listen in to our baby boy episode, our gin and juice. I'm highly considering switching over to gin instead of whiskey. So many great things about it. I didn't I didn't do any history. There's a time for both. It tastes like an antiseptic anyway. Humphrey Bogart has something to say about clear liquors on his deathbed. We'll talk about that later. Uh All right. Okay, so (laughs) if you um, keep the gin and add some Southern Comfort, it turns into a slow, comfortable screw. A slow, comfortable screw. Yeah. I mean, there's so many other ones. screws are much more comfortable. I feel like the next one's <laughs> going to be a lazy screw. I don't know what that is. That's just that just. It's side by vodka. side. Yeah. Well, it depends on how you're like moving. You know, even nobody's though it's slow, moving. you could be upside down and like, you know, it might not be comfortable. Lazy <laughs> means nobody's be willing to be on top. No. No. I'm tired too. It's the side game. <laughs> the side game. So I'm going to tell you guys what movie I picked this week. Yes, please. The I people want to know. Jackie Brown. Foxy, sexy Jackie Brown. My goodness. Jackie Brown. Which I, I'm i pretty sure I told the story. You mentioned it on the first time <laughs> Joe was here. How I, that is, was my cold name to get into Joe's apartment. That's true. You had to ring the buzzer. We, we, we had to answer we, the phone. Who, who this? Jackie Brown. Exactly. And, <laughs> and the thing about it was we actually did have to, you know, pay attention because there would always be transients trying to get in the building. Yeah, so, well, like, yep. you know, everyone had code names. Oh, San Francisco. Good times. Yep. All right. So, let me hit y'all fools with the stats. Jackie Brown came out December 25th. 1997, y'all. Oh, yeah. How crazy. I didn't think it would be a Christmas movie. Well. But, so the budget was $12 million, which in today's money is $21 million, And it made $74 million, which in today's money is $131 million. Dude. <laughs> so it made some good. Killing it. <laughs> oh, by the way, Smashley's in the motherfucking building. Smashley, Smashley. is in the motherfucking building. 
do you want to tell who else is in this building, Lando? There's there's my Smash Alley. <laughs> Alley, Alley Cat. She's Allie? not smashed yet, but there's time. We brought a bottle and a half of wine yeah, for her. Yeah, so she's, she's going to be feeling More good. More wine. Allie, you want to say hi to the people? Hello. Hi to the people. That, that's basically how Ashley says hi to the people also. Yeah. As far as the people know, there's like 17 people on the other side of this wall. We just don't talk about them. There's actually no one over there. There's no one that We're talking to no one. Jason's getting really good Everyone's going to throw in their voices. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Jason can do... A girl named Smashley's voice, he can throw it <laughs> when she's not here. Mm-hmm. Okay, so, um, Rotten Tomatoes. Uh-oh. You guys ready? It probably got roasted. So, critics, <sighs> 87%. Really? Critics, wow. Good. Audience. Deserves it. 85%. Mm-hmm. I was okay. going to say, I mean, there's That's not a lot good. to really bash about it. No. It's good. And no. Even, it's well done. I don't remember who it was, but I was reading that uh, they said that like it, they considered it the most mature movie that he's made because it wasn't all about the violence mm-hmm. and people being a mess. It was like a bunch of people that were run down kind of like at the end of their rope and just like, yeah, this is what I'm doing to make it out. And sure. it was in order. <laughs> the yeah. only chronologically, yes. Yeah, yes. so it started him doing shit in order. So I am, this is my second movie of voting. You uh, voted again? I voted Look again. I wish I had a sticker every time I voted for mm-hmm. Rotten Tomatoes. I voted on Rotten Tomatoes. I There's decided since I go on there every week to get some info, I should have my voice be heard. So I now good call. vote on our movies. Five stars <laughs> every time. Of course. Every time. Especially so, a 10, you must give a 10. Yes. Or a 5. It's the, it's the equivalent. For those of you who don't know, Mr. Quentin Tarantino is the director of this movie. And this was his second movie, correct? I think third. 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 He considered Reservoir it... Reservoir Dogs. Pulp Fiction. Pulp Fiction. But then they, they, that's they right, he 97. considered it his first professional yep. directing gig. Yeah. Why? He felt like... I think like he, he finally... He felt more accomplished. As, okay. That, he didn't have to scrape by to get sense. Yeah. $12 million. They probably like... So he had a working budget. Yeah. A little bit more. Because, wait, how much did he, he have? Well, he had more leeway. He, the last movie he just did was Pulp Fiction. Yeah. So, sure. Yeah. Like, Not only that, I think by this time he learned uh, it's the still vernacular of being on set a little bit more. Yeah. I heard some stories yeah. that on the first, probably on Reservoir Dogs, uh, some of the people on set had trouble communicating with him. But he said, I may not know all the... Yeah. Terms, the but I terms. know what I yeah. want. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So that may also be what he's talking about when he says, "This is my first professional." Well, of course, project. I mean, after ma- making two features, like you'd have to. Yeah. I mean, yeah, he knows. If you're you know, a real person, that, like he, he you know, wants to learn. Like, all right, cool, teach light me. Light down a stop. Let's you know change exactly. the aperture. Let's do this, that, and the other. Yeah, so, for sure. So if within three years' time, because Pulp Fiction's budget was eight point five, which is today's money is fourteen million. He, you know, and he had a script for that. You remember, he didn't pay his mm-hmm. actors. He had to pay them um, on the dollar because yeah. he couldn't pay them. So now he's coming up here. He's like, I got $12 million. And, you know, I can do You get a shit. million. You get yes, a million. Bitches. You get a million. Yes, bitches. <laughs> I got money. He was I, making a rain on them. I hoes. can't wait to pay my actors up front. Yeah. That so, just means more points got, for me. And even more all-star back. cast okay. than he did from the first two, even though... All those casts were killer. So. Seriously. But this is a badass Dude. one. I mean, this is... 
What do you have in the first one? Harvey Keitel, Steve Buscemi, yeah. Michael Mad. I mean, the list yeah. goes on. Well, Steve, well, Steve, that... Steve Buscemi, can you do it? I didn't know that that was a thing that you couldn't say Buscemi until I was listening to the Pulp Fiction thing. It was like, you going to say it? It's like, It's Bush, so Buscemi. great, isn't it? Buscemi. It literally started from episode one. <laughs> what, what did you call him? Buscemi or something? What was it? episode one. I'm not even going to do it because you guys I'm, so it. Emba- I'm so embarrassed. <laughs> it happened. But is we it, haven't had a movie with them in a minute. I think I do that. A wasn't purpose. Harvey Keitel like the saving grace of Reservoir Dogs? Like it wouldn't have been was made it? if he didn't get his hands on the script. Well, that you was, know what? I don't possibly. know. I don't know. I'll have to do that movie. Well, and then we will do that. You can come Maybe back I'll be back for that one. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, I'm going to trump Joe and his appearances. Ooh. Nice. You hear I'll, that? He's coming I'll, for I'll you. Have, I'll have the home court advantage by that time. That's Ooh, true. that's true. However, Joe's talking about putting some serious cables into his place to where virtually he right. would be in L.A. and Philadelphia yeah. at the same time. Hey. Joe, how you doing, man? I'm doing great. Yeah. <laughs> glad to have you back. I, hey, glad to be here. It's, it's great. I always have a fun time. And the drinks have always been awesome. So, Dude, this is a good drink. Know. And a great movie. And great, great people. Zenobia's knocking right it out again. That, that slam dunk sounded like a good one. Yeah, it, it was, was good. good. Yeah. We were knocking that shit Dude. back. And everything was alcohol in it. Lennon, we may have to do a basketball movie because we missed this and one. And I'm from Indiana, oh. where the Hoosiers oh are from. Oh, my God. So, do I have to leave that Gene one? Gene Hackman right there. Yeah, Gene Hackman. I don't know how you feel about Gene Hackman. But I, I mean... He is not a I have, You know who I don't like. I know who you don't like. What, what's his name? What's his name? Never he who Wait, shall what? not be named by Zenobia. The Mariner. <laughs> Robin of Loxley? Yes. He has taken on... I don't like Kevin Costner people. Not even, okay, not I'm even sorry. Into water world. bodyguard. I'm sorry. I and I said I would do the bodyguard. I did say that. Because <laughs> I want to talk about my girl Whitney. <laughs> you know, I heard. Never mind. I'm not even going to make that joke. Kip, you know what? Let me. Yeah. Let, let's let's get to this damn movie. Yeah. <laughs> Y'all no, keep getting okay. me off the rails. Isn't there a, a, a certain game that we should talk about? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Well, first, can I sum the movie up real quick? Because <gasps> yeah. we haven't do. Done, we haven't done that in a minute. Please do. Okay. So you guys, I picked this movie because one, it is my favorite Quentin Tarantino movie. Me too. Hands down. You know what? And I had to Seriously. deal with you on it because you guys, JoJo, he's leaving. He's moving to Philly. I am. In a couple of days. Subject, what's your favorite, Landon? If you had to pick a favorite from Tarantino. I mean, I there was a long period of time where I caught myself watching Four Rooms a lot, which I know yeah. that that was a, a collaboration, Collected, like yeah. four directors. Mm-hmm. But, I saw that was awesome. I love that one. <laughs> Four Rooms is great. Yeah, I mean, honestly, I've probably seen, out of all the movies, I've seen Jackie Brown the least, but... I know. But I do love Pulp Fiction. Girl. Like, I mean... Yeah, that's a good one. Like... Of course. Oh, you're wrong. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not hating on it. I'm going to have to go with Inglorious Bastards. I also love that one. I See, absolutely love that It was love really, that really good. I, I feel like if I watched that one more, it could probably end up taking the lead, but also I still haven't seen Hateful Eight. Which we were talking about earlier. It's a great movie. Really need to watch. Oh, they it. have the extended cut on See, Netflix now. Now I'm wondering uh-huh. what I need to watch first: the actual movie or the fucking extended cut, cut that extended. shit. I haven't even watched it, but yeah, you know, I I feel like I should see what everybody else saw and like poo pooed on and loved right. and all that stuff. I mean, you know, everybody I would... was like, "It looks beautiful," but it was just awful. I disagree. I, I disagree. I, I, I don't know from, who from these the spoilers are. that I've had. I think great. people were just like a little bit. Uh, Against the subject matter, and, and the, and the events hating. that occur. 
And a lot of people uh, didn't thought that it was too slow. And for somebody who is very critical on pace, it. it held my attention the entire time. <laughs> Maybe I'm biased because I love Tarantino, but... That's because his dialogue is, is always great. Always great. Even if nothing's going on, you're intrigued by these... Like, getting to look into these people's lives and hear meaningless conversations that usually don't have to do with shit, but... But it's the stuff most, that we all talk about in our own lives. Most mm-hmm. yeah, like that. Yeah. yeah. And we're all going to come back next month and be like, you know what? I take it back. My favorite is uh, his newest. What is it? Yeah. Uh, Once Upon a Time, Hollywood. time in Hollywood. Hollywood. Yeah. I mean, Dude, I'm excited. Oh, wait. I submitted for that. They didn't use me. <sighs> okay. If only I still had my, my hair down to here and my full know. beard, they would have totally brought me in for that one. For sure. <laughs> but I wouldn't have had work on anything else. <laughs> you wouldn't need work on anything else. I just, just want to say one thing. Yeah. Last night, I saw a f- Aladdin. Fucking Aladdin. Oh, yeah, shit. Yeah. And, and I thought it was good. Okay, I know that you guys are going to think I'm biased because what's was in it. I get it. I never heard but, of it. What was it? Yeah. It's this, this, oh, okay. this guy. He's no one. <laughs> but you have to look at it as if you're going into a play. Because you might see a play a million times, but you see it in, with different casts. And things are going to be different, but it's the same. That's exactly how this is here. They add a little couple like beats to make you know the songs a little more modern, but they're the same. Princess Jasmine has her own song, a new song on there that she'd be banging. I'm like, yeah, Princess Jasmine, you be that bitch. Don't be silent. Okay. <laughs> yeah, and Will Smith was Will Smith. Whatever, all the things you love about Will Smith, he did that, but blue. How was and, Guy Ritchie, the director? I think he did a great job. <laughs> I was like, he was in it? I did not see him. <laughs> he had a cameo. He was the monkey. He was the monkey. He was the, the, mo- uh, the, uh, the motion capture for the monkey. Uh-huh. He was the carpet, wasn't he? Oh, yeah. The <laughs> car- carpet. Carpet was good. And they have like a little Bollywood dance scene. Guy, it was fun. Guy, guy, I guy it. stitchy. Go see it. Don't right. hate on it. Okay, but back to this It's movie. on the list. I just had to say it because well below you know I've been waiting on it. Oh, yeah. And there's haters in the room. I ain't gonna say hey, no hey, names. Hey, 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 hey. in the building. Okay, Jackie Brown. Mm-hmm. So it's about this 44-year-old black woman who works for the lowest class airline in America going from here to Cabo. Cabo Air. And she is working a side hustle to make some money by bringing money from Cabo back here mm-hmm. for Odell, yeah. who is uh, Samuel Jackson, who is a gun... Runner, smuggler? He's what a hustler. Yeah, gun runner. Gun runner? He's yeah. a gun runner. Yeah, he sells guns. Yeah, sells guns. Knows about them. Knows yeah. about them. AK-47. If you gotta you shoot every motherfucker in the room. Except no substitutes. <laughs> it's just repeating what other people have heard him say. I mean, it sounds like he knows what he's talking about. He knows what he's talking about. To the, what is it, the Glock 9 or something That's like that? Good. Now, I know nothing about guns. Apparently, really? something about that is he talks about everybody saw the, the killer or the assassin. It was like a Chow Yun Fat roll talking about how like the assassin, yeah, the yeah, killer, yeah. had a 45 and that's what everybody wanted. But it yeah. turns out that in that movie, his character actually did have a nine millimeter, and the only person that had a forty-five was like the triad leader. <laughs> so his spiel was full of crap because he was repeating what somebody else said. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Damn it. Holes in his words. He's like good writing. Well, there you go. <laughs> good so Jonathan she Charitino. gets caught up by uh, what's the agency? ATF. I don't feel bad. Cust- yeah. Wasn't it customs? No. No, it was, it was ATF. 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 Okay. Because why else would you be? Why else would there be an ATF? Yeah. ATF. I'm gonna join ATF. you there. 
and they they Woo! use her into oh my God. <laughs> into they're they're spicy, guys. man. They're spicy. They got if a little... anything grabs you by the booboo, it's these I know. cherries. Yeah, they're pretty mm-hmm. good. Wow. You know what? Hey, everyone else is on a max cherry, right? Oh, it's max cherry. Cherries. Uh, I still got a couple. Of Ladies, would you like a couple of these alcoholic cherries? They're good. Oh sure. They're fancy. <laughs> Allie's Allie's in the game. Mm. Let me let me stab you a few. Does it go in the rosé? Oh, this one was good. Oh, it can. <laughs> Absolutely. Kick it up a couple notches. Oh, that's Babe, a lot of cherries. You're trying to get some of this. Okay, take your time. <laughs> go for it. Babe. It's good if you actually have them soaking in there. Uh-huh. Look at her knife. They're good. But she went back for another she one. Did. <laughs> she did. She had one right before we got started, and she had very similar. <laughs> uh-huh. <sighs> she did that the other day. What was it? The Forrest Gump? She's like, whoa! <laughs> it's good. But speaking of Jackie Brown, I don't... I'm not on the cop side on this one. I believe that she's got to do this shit. She even says she's making sixteen thousand dollars a year. Get the fuck well, out of here! And in '97, that's still but that's, not good. But that's her fault though, because yeah. she got caught up with her husband to yeah. a degree. Yeah. yeah. Well, anyway, but, but they do kind of let it slide because he's like, look, obviously, you know, I mean, Keaton's character was like, <laughs> I get he's it. good cop. <laughs> I got just a little bit. We we got the guy that we needed. That that money's on the periphery. The guns aren't out there mm-hmm. getting sold now. But so, somebody's gonna sell them later. So she teams up with the cops to double cross her friend. Her friend. Ordell. Ordell. Ordell Roby. O R D E L L R O B B I E. She was gonna I mean uh-huh. her uh, yeah. Well, I mean, I mean, her friend was gonna yeah. kill her at some point, you know. Yeah, but that happens. I mean, that it happens when you're doing some devious I mean, shit. I feel like I'm gonna kill you at one point in our life. If we were if we were running guns and you fucked up and you're gonna snitch <laughs> That's on me, true. I don't know. I like, wouldn't snitch I'll, on I'll, you because we're friends. I know. I wouldn't. But snitch if on you I either. didn't know you and did we just no became, snitch. No snitch. Never. No snitch. Fuck that shit. <laughs> so she teams up with the cops. To get uh, Ordell, yeah. but she tells Ordell that she's teaming up with him against the cops to take his, to help him smuggle his money over. The rest of his money. Yeah. Yes. He does it in small increments, but then realizes he needs to take yep. the yeah. whole amount out. But the bad, so it's basically like a caper movie of him trying to get his own money. Get his mm-hmm. own money. It's kind of cool. It's interesting. Little Which spin. makes me think, how the fuck did it end up in Mexico in the first place? I don't know. The Maybe I missed probably that part. The, that's probably where the deals the, were, yeah. uh-huh. were made. Cat named Mr. Walker runs a fishing boat out of Mexico. I get the merchandise to him. He gets it out to my customers on all my bulk sales anyway. Yeah, no r- run the guns from America somehow into Mexico. <laughs> is that how it is? And then Possibly depending on where they're cartels. buying them, but that's where the money is. Uh-huh. And that's, that's where says, his like, banker is. Whatever. Says, For sure. I would say it's drug, but the money's going the wrong way. Yeah. yeah. But it wouldn't make any sense because every time the guns go in, you know, shouldn't you be able to get the money out just like she was doing with that 50K? Well, See, this that, might be a what, little plot hole here. Yeah, maybe. It's possible. Cause, well, cause, I'm just, yeah, uh, it's like, create, you know, uh, I don't think he claimed the guns going out. thinking right now, but, but this is yeah. all occurring to me as we speak. Right. But he, so. he also might have just been like the contact, like, you know, they, they order from him, he gets them from here and has them shipped to there. So he was just he, a middleman. He, he does talk about that, too. Like, yeah. you know, I get him for this, this, you know. I... Double my money. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I'm sure Tarantino divulged all that shit in there. I probably just missed it. I wouldn't put it past him. He's not the type to leave holes in the story. Okay, we'll talk about that. Yeah. I got I got a little bit on that. Oh, all yeah. right. So, um. You have me intrigued. <laughs> the drinking game. Who's ready for the completely made-up drinking game? game. Mm. I'm I was down. off on that one. Uh, it's okay, it's okay. I might need 
anything. You know, can I freshen, can I freshen up my drink? I don't see why not. We drink as every time she. Yeah, tells exactly. us. every time she tells us. All right, well, Lando, will you rule. be my my bartender? Yeah, just just a freshen. See, you know? refresh us up while yeah. I read this drinking game. Oh, so this drinking game, you are gonna take one sip uh-huh. when Jackie Brown is said. Brown, Jackie Brown. Jackie Brown. Jackie Brown. Mm. All right, and they say cool, come quite a few times. Uh huh. Yeah. Um, you. What did you say? You a bad woman or you a fine woman, Jackie Brown? You a fine woman. I bet you have to wear <laughs> nigger repellent when you come in here on a Saturday night. <laughs> so you take one sip when Max Cherry Bell bonds and said, mm. "I'm Max Cherry, Bell bondsman." Or you see the side. You take one sip when you see a gun. <laughs> I like where he's like, is that what I think it is? What do you think it is? I think it's a gun pressed up against my dick. <laughs> well, you thought right. Now take your hands from around my throat, nigga. Take your hands from away from Which my Which is our scene last week. Mm-hmm. Um, you take one simp when old Dale drinks a screwdriver. Nice. Or well, he has one. Let's cheers on cheers that Cheers that. I got some vodka in the freezer. Got some OJ? Mm-hmm. Well, why don't you be a good hostess and hook a brother up a screwdriver? On our refreshly Max Cherry screwdrivers. So, yeah. He'd be like, you got vodka? You got orange juice? Hook what? a brother up with a screwdriver. With a screwdriver. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I said to you tonight. Yup, he did. And I broke my rule and I made him a screwdriver. <laughs> Thank you. It was delicious. But... but it wasn't the. It was a regular. It was just a regular screwdriver. It was a, screwdriver. It wasn't a max cherry screwdriver. It was. So yeah. we're good. There is a difference. There is. There is. You can taste it. There's the cherries. So you take one simp when you see someone smoke weed. You know you smoke too much of that shit. That shit's gonna rob you of your ambition. Not if your ambition is to get high and watch TV. I like to do my smoking at night. Try to get all yeah. my shit done. See, I get high late on when I come back. See, I get high at night when I get through with all my business. <laughs> <laughs> His, his I'm just thinking Come on, man. I'm home. I'm high. And why are you home? And why, why are you high? <laughs> oh, man. I put $10,000 on <laughs> I do want to say that if you ever wanted to get me to get in a trunk with a shotgun, offer me some motherfucking Roscoe's, and I will get in that motherfucker. Me and you go to Roscoe's Chicken and Waffle on me. Think about it now. I had. A, I, I was going to bring that point up. And that, like, and that scene like, is meant all that shit for right up around here. Yep. Oh yeah. Well, I, it, Near Hollywood and Western. A, a yep. couple blocks. Two up blocks from, from. A couple blocks up yeah, from Hollywood, Hollywood Western. Western. It's like I used to live a handful more blocks below there, and I was just looking at it like I don't know if it was Ardmore, the decades or if he King was just uh, he might have been bullshitting about where they <laughs> shot that, but that's okay. But then again. Considered yeah. 20 years ago, who knows? Excuse me, 22 yeah. years ago. 22 years ago. That area probably looked a little different. <laughs> a little bit, yeah, for sure. <laughs> so yeah, what's your? I'm what's just saying. Your, we went to Roscoe last week. We did go to Roscoe last week. <laughs> it was his birthday. It was my birthday. Yeah. And we got a. We didn't have to wait too too long. That was bad. Back probably half hour, but you know, it would have been table. nice to know. It was sweet too because we, we rolled up in there and the guy's walking to the table and he sees that it's for like you know a nice big table for four people and it's still pretty busy you know yeah. and he's like uh let me try and find you a smaller table I'm like it's my birthday you know and he's like. Okay. Oh, all right, we'll give you the big table. So, <laughs> so, so I bought extra food too. We, yeah, we, we got a shit table. ton of food. <laughs> What's your go-to at Roscoe's? Uh, oh, 
it's usually just waffles, some chicken, some eggs with some cheese, yeah, and a side of mac and cheese if yeah. I'm feeling if I'm real hungry. Feeling saucy. Mm -hmm. yeah, but I, I had an omelet last time. That was bad. And it was good. <laughs> I had a piece of it. All right, back to the drink game, y'all. Well, let's talk about more food. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> you take one simp. When a trunk shot is done, Ooh, his legendary trunk shot. Tarantino shots, and his trunk shots. Which there is quite a few in this one. Mm -hmm. And I will even take as a non trunk shot, but the shot at the end where it's like from uh, Ordell's point of view after he gets shot and they look up. And she's like, You remember when you said you hope I get, you catch him before he gets his meat? Mm -hmm. He did. Is, isn't, yeah. that, isn't that one of a, isn't that a Tarantino thing? Like that happens yeah. in a lot of movies. Like the, after someone dies, they do a shot from their head looking up at the people around yeah, them. Yeah, the POV of the deceased. Yeah. yeah. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Or it's not always somebody who's does, deceased. Sometimes they're just yeah. unconscious. Oh, yeah. Someone like on in Inglorious Bastards then, yeah. when they do the swastika oh, on his head. He's yeah. like, you're getting pretty good at that. But that's one of his. Shots he likes to throw in there. Mm -hmm. You take one sip <laughs> when someone is on the phone. Grab that for me, would you, babe? No, it's for you. Girl, don't make me put my foot in your ass. It's a lot of phone calls. There's a lot of phone shit. Yeah. Uh huh. You know yeah. it's for you. <laughs> She'd be Bitch, like, don't make me put my foot in your ass. She's like, like, hello? That's for you. I feel like your games should be called, like, Zenobia's, like, alcohol poisoning corner. Sometimes. Um, drink yeah. responsibly, people. Please drink responsibly, because when I first started doing these, I didn't play the game while I was writing them. Yeah. I wasn't really yeah. thinking. I was just kind of... Yeah. But... Uh, you get carried away. Like, two oh, weeks ago... Oh, no, it's ago, so easy. It's so easy. <laughs> two weeks ago, I actually played... This drinking game with my brother, and I was like, I am a dumbass bitch. Like, I was <laughs> really pissed at myself. You just have to go, like, yeah. Yeah, we did the last dragon. That was one. You nurse that shit. Literally everything it's was like making one me drink. Castle yeah. last, like, 70 sips. My Otherwise, mom, you're screwed. My mom literally lasted five minutes. was like, I don't want to play this anymore. Like, yeah. <laughs> Your mom it was, on, it was on Mother's Day. Jeanette. What, what, were, what were you? We were, she was drinking a mimosa. What were you, nice. what were you watching? We were watching The uh, Last Dragon. The Last Dragon. We were not drinking the Seven Heavens. We were drinking, I don't know, Leroy. whatever the fuck we had at that <laughs> So we were drinking it. Yeah, every time, you know, he says Master or The Glow or Show Enough, which is like every scene. Every scene. Yeah. All the time. I was just really pissed myself. So I've, I've been trying to um, be better at these games to not kill us. But you got to be a professional to play these games. <laughs> That's true. Um, you take one simp when someone sings along to a song. Oh, okay. I thought that was There's a good a one. Right? Yeah. <laughs> oh, my she's so cute. I, I would tell them that's she me. She started like, Mary Wells yet? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know all the names, but yeah, she she done a few. Uh, that's me in fucking 20 years, you guys. Yeah. I want to be in a glitter dress with some fucking... Joe, you're going to come Thanks out here... Thanksgiving talent show? <laughs> yes. yes. Sing, sing the Supremes. You're going to come out to visit me, and I'll be like, she yeah, yeah I got a guest room, but... You're going to have to sit here and watch me sing, and you're just going to be uh, rocking. Yeah, the, pr the, the prison tats. <laughs> just sitting there rocking. <laughs> baby, brother, my baby. It's <laughs> a long ass drinking game this episode. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's not your fault. It's not my fault. What part. happens when you get us together? Yes, mm -hmm. it's true. Buckle okay. in, people. It's going to be a long one. <laughs> you take one simp when Jackie talks to the cop. So every time she goes into the police station or whatever. Mm -hmm. The fuck is that? Oh, I'm just being Pam Greer. Oh! Yeah. <laughs> My diet shit. 
What's in there? What the fuck is that? Beauty products. Beauty case. What's in it? Beauty products. Beauty products. My diet That's that cocaine. White girl. So. Booger sugar. There's another reference to that, but I will let you finish the drinking game before I get to the booger sugar. Yeah, so every time she goes in there and she actually talks to them in the station, not necessarily every time she like talks yeah. to them. Okay. So take one Sam when someone gets killed. Ooh. Who's the first person to die? This, nah. is, this one has the lowest death count of uh, any of his movies. Is it? The, yes. Per, it Beaumont? Beaumont Livingston. Yeah, yeah he's the first four, I think four die. Beaumont, mm -hmm. and then we got Melanie, yeah. we got Lewis, Don't and then. Say another fucking one. Is I Lewis? Is it? Lewis? Lewis? Lou oh, dude, that last immediately. <laughs> don't seem sure to me. Hey, don't say, don't say anything else, okay? Keep your mouth shut. Well, I mean, don't say one fucking word, okay? Okay, Lewis. <laughs> 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 See, told See? you, right over told there. Told you, right over there. Back to normal. I knew where the car was. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and Ordell dies. So you yes. don't get too too many. It's not like I was like, ooh, and Django every time somebody either. dies. No, yeah. no. Mm -hmm. That was like his answer back to getting criticized from what I've heard. Well, his last two were pretty Which he bloody. does not like to be criticized to begin with. I mean... The he... only blood you see is actually Lewis. Yeah. And it's only a little bit on the... Just on the, on the, the, front, yeah. the front. The front. Oh, you see a little when Cause, our cause Odell got... gets shot. Yeah, yeah. You see mm -hmm. a little bit, yeah. but not yeah, as... Yeah, the, not the, the most blood is the splatter from that. Because they, they told him that you see too much blood and guts. Which I think is kind of funny because I feel like whenever they did the shot of Lewis... Mm -hmm. Him getting shot in the stomach was kind of being like, here's some guts, too. Uh, <laughs> I mean, it's not literally, it's a big step from fucking Marvin getting shot in the back of the head of the car. Sure. Oh, I mean, Jangle is Beaumont. Yeah, yeah, Beaumont was in the trunk. Um, okay, so you take one Sam mm. when title cards come up. So, like, are you talking about Hollywood? The city of Carson. City of Carson, wherever you. that Compton. location. Yeah. Uh, it's the closest to Hollywood she ever been. Apparently there was <laughs> actually country ass. Took her to my place in Compton, told her it was Hollywood. She told <laughs> she believes you. Hell yeah. It's that dumb country ass Compton is Hollywood. Closest she ever been anyway. And apparently there was a, an actual Max Cherry bail bonds in yeah. Carson for years. No, it's no, no longer exists, but it actually was a real place before the movie. It okay. sure was. It's pretty cool. All right, so you finish, you drank. So what am I supposed to do now? No, 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 please don't. We will not get through this episode. When Jackie gets arrested. We haven't had anybody pass out on the episodes yet. Not yet, <laughs> but I'm working on it. So when she gets arrested, she, she's in there. That's a good one. And yeah. you finish your drink with every money drop. So there's two of them, so you got three finish your drinks in this movie. Ooh. I thought about that one. You gotta drink responsibly yeah, to make sure that you have drinks. maybe a short one as yeah. opposed to something like that. Okay, so that yeah. is the completely made up drinking game. game. Oh my god! <laughs> my dream just came true. I missed right the up. harmony, but I had to give something to the it off. It was like the end of that like Coca Cola commercial. <laughs> <laughs> I might have to use that clip from now on as the title for the drinking game. <laughs> I love that. So before we get into this movie even more, can I? We're give already me... knee deep into it, but yeah. well, um, deep. so here's a little history 
on the book that this movie is based on. Oh, okay. You know, I was going to say, yeah, well, I did, that, that, that's another good drink there. I also thought of that if I would have known exactly that. But no, his drink is Screwdriver, and that's what we do. So we have in our next year. It's not about the origins. It's about the movie. Yes. Mm-hmm. In t- 1992. So Elmore <laughs> Leonardo, he wrote the novel Run Punch. Same. A lot of things in the movie and the book are the same. Like Odell and Lewis, their names are the same. Their characters are exactly the same. There's some differences. Like Jackie, her last name is... Almost said Burke. That is. It is Burke, but I was almost thought, I almost said uh, Jackie Bernhardt is what I kept oh, thinking. Oh, nice. But it's Jackie <laughs> is Burke. No. Okay, and it's set in West Palm Beach and Miami, mm. so it's not here in LA like in the movie, which yeah. I think now kind of fits. I kind of wonder how did it become Jackie Brown because the casting director for this movie's name I'm gonna is tell you. Jackie Brown. Jackie Brown. Yes. Yeah. But it's spelled without a, yeah, with an I. Yeah. Couple of J-A-K-I. You, yes. This is my fun fact. Don't you... Any pa- okay, <laughs> okay. I'm gonna, sit on your hands. I'm not to do this. Hands. This is what I'm going to do. I'm staking a flag on any Pam Greer facts. Poop. Unless I miss them, then you can throw them out there. But That's I want the Pam's. So. We got to get a conch yeah. in this shit. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let me finish about the book. So there are other books that are connected to the Rum Punch books. The universe of this writing. So there is a novel called The Switch that came out in 1978 and that was made into a movie that's called The Life of Crime that came out in 2013 with most death and most death and I don't know I didn't go into that because I didn't fucking know the movies but it's a more modern movie but their characters are are the same because apparently Ordell and Lewis were friends when they were like teenagers like 13, 14 well they mm-hmm. talk about in the movie how they were yeah. in jail 20 years ago they, for, but, two, for two years for, yeah and so they were been friends for fucking forever yeah. and their characters go through They're, several books oh uh, yeah so I didn't know that and it makes me want to read some of them yeah I will answer your Jackie Brown question. Yes, so Quentin Tarantino got caught when he was younger for stealing the Rum Punch book uh, from like a thrift store or something, some store or something. And that's like his only like brush with danger. And he yeah. loved it so much. And he bought the rights to several of the, these books in this collection and was going to have Rum Punch be directed by someone else. And he was going to direct some other, several other movies. But after reading it again, he fell in love with it and wanted to make it and after pam greer auditioned for pulp fiction you remember we talked about this yes we did she had auditioned to play the drug dealer's wife oh jody Jody. she auditioned for jody but it didn't work out but he did not forget about her so Mm. when he bought the rights of the script he changed her to being black because she was white gotcha and changed her now name to brown because of foxy brown which big ass yeah that was one of her first big Breakout movies. Breakout movies. So he just saw Jackie as the... And so he was like, you know what, bitch? This is great. And he was really scared that the writer wouldn't like his interpretation of the book. So he sent the script to him and he was like, look, here's this fucking script. I just want to... Before I shoot it, I just want to see what you think about it. And he was oh, like... Oh, that was nice of him. I fucking love it. This is great. This is probably the best screenplay I've ever read of my books being turned into movies and he's like the best screenplay i've ever read period is what he said he's like this is just amazing that's why i love this movie and it's so underrated out of his 
like filmography. I agree. Most people would be like, actually, that's the one I haven't, I haven't seen. seen. And I'm like, girl, get. Uh, yeah. I said that to Smashy yeah. earlier. I was like, now, girl, if get only on it. Kubrick had sent his script to Stephen <sighs> King before he shot it. Then it never would have been made. That's a good point. <laughs> but but one of the parts about that is that uh, I can't think of the name of the movie that he said that he was inspired by, but he considered it a hang movie where it's oh. more it's not necessarily about the action, but it's more about watching the people hanging out together. Yeah, mm. like the, most of the the time spent in the movie is just seeing how everybody interacts, knowing yeah. their stories, and it's like one of those that you watch it the second time you love it more, you watch it another time you love it more, and then every time you're just looking forward to the next time they're hanging out instead of oh but whenever the money change happens it's like no 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 it's just all it's about the, watching them interact yeah it's about them watching yeah. them interact a lot of the scenes that he does of course there's parts of it that progress the story along yeah. but it's more in the action and like even when uh Samuel Jackson and John Travolta are d- talking and waiting to enter the apartment. Very, very little of that is talking about the apartment. It's like it's not time yet. Let's hang back. Yeah. And all they're and doing the is talking about and... Marcellus and uh, what's that, his name. But it also sets up John Travolta and her talking mm-hmm. at the restaurant, and he asks the question. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> you're riveted at the same time. It's like, oh shit, he threw this motherfucker out the window because he touched her feet? Get the fuck out of here. (laughs) No, hell no. I side with Samuel Jackson on this. Or no, I side with John Travolta on this. No, absolutely. He knew what the fuck he's doing. You don't touch a a man's wife's feet. I don't tickle him nothing. I don't (laughs) tickle him nothing. Yeah, and then he flips it on him. Would you give a man a foot massage? (laughs) I'm a foot fucking They do spend a lot of time on feet in that one, but (laughs) once you know that and you see all of his movies, it's just like... Yeah, it's kind of divulged that Tarantino's got a foot. Well, it's it's a known thing. I mean, like, in this one, you see, like, you know, whenever they first make the drinks and and she, like, kind of is touching her toe in the glass and he's just like... So, you know that he, he wrote From Dusk Till Dawn. He didn't direct it. Right. But do you remember the scene with Salma Hayek? Yeah, like, yeah. Remind, well, she's dance. Oh, she she, she pours the drink down her with his with her toes in his mouth. She puts her toes. It was like and that's the one where he was foot. like, you know, he's writing this yeah, and he's man. like, I'm gonna be that character. I'm gonna be uh-huh. that character. That one's me. That one's me. <laughs> okay. Um, Samuel Jackson says this is his favorite Quentin Tarantino movie, mm-hmm. just really? like mm-hmm. ours. Yeah, and he's been in damn near all of them. This is his second one. Okay. After Pulp Fiction, Orgel was just such a great character for him to play. Yeah, really, really was. The the, chin, fa- the facial the hair twist and the long hair was, long was, was Sam's idea. Was it? Yeah. Nice. He was like, I want that braided goatee mm-hmm. and that red ass, so, long so, ass. So weird also, just, just to put it <laughs> out there, so while he's known for saying motherfucker, this one is his record. He said it 37 times in that movie and it's the most he said it in any movie. Nice. I believe he has the record for saying motherfucker the most. Oh, God. He's in one to. movie? Uh, the end bomb was dropped 38 times and that caused a lot of heat between uh, Spike Lee and, yeah. and Sam. Okay, and, so. And, 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 and Tarantino. Tarantino. So yeah. you know how we talk about this and we joke about Quentin Tarantino and Spike Lee's beef? Mm-hmm. This is the beginning of it. Ah, it's because of this movie. It's because of this movie. He was very upset of the way that he's used the N-word mm-hmm. throughout this entire fucking movie. Okay. And so he went to the newspaper and was like, bitch, this is too many N-words. And so Samuel Jackson had to go out there and be like, well, you know... I think it's fine, and you know, I'm saying it, and mm-hmm. blah, 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 and defending him. And this is a Miramax movie, so he who rapes them all went out and started talking shit, also kind of calling out Spike Lee. He and who make... rapes them all. <laughs> is that a given? Oh my God. I don't feel like I want to say fucking Weinstein's name. I think that's a better. Yeah. Sure. Wait. I mean, 
most everybody knew, but <laughs> for those of you who are not name. in the film industry, yeah. she's talking about Mr. Weinstein. Yes. Yeah. Mr. He, he Who mm. Rapes Them All yeah. went out there and There's, there's a few people that she doesn't actually give them the dignity of their names on this podcast. Fair enough. Rightly so. Voldemort. Sing it, girl. <laughs> but um, the N-word was, say, 38 times in this okay. movie. So I could understand. I th- believe that has to be broken by Django by now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know how many are in Django. Oh, sure. but Django, uh, yeah, definitely well, had a much higher number. Give it a subject matter. <laughs> True yeah. that. And isn't it always Sam Jackson that says it? No. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to run it back. There's well, a in this movie? The in this movie. Yes. I'm trying in to think of who, who said it in this movie, and it's mainly him. Chris Tucker yeah. Chris Tucker a few did. times. Yeah. Chris Tucker a few but times. But that's in there. Oh, and, and Bam Jackie. Bam says it, yeah. like, twice. Yeah. <laughs> so what, all, I'm like, saying oh, is, all I'm saying is I don't think that it is that big of a deal. Now, if you would go back to Pulp Fiction, mm-hmm. you could be like, oh, Quentin Tarantino says it so and every time he does say it I'm always like like I, I quinge a little but I'm just going to just roll with it it says more about that character and the way that he's talking to them like it's not him as Quentin being like that's true if he like no. went on an interview and was just dropping it, M-bombs left and right like it doesn't give you a pass but at the same <laughs> time he yeah. is pushing and, the envelope and, he and he's not gonna apologize for his writing cause he was pissed yeah. the hard R yeah <laughs> Anybody who knows Tarantino's work knows that he is not going to apologize. No. He's not going to second guess or let somebody dictate the way he's going to make a movie. Nope. And he's going to depict characters as truthfully and honestly as he can. And if that means that the dialogue has to be offensive to some people, mm-hmm. then that's the way he's going to write it as long as it is honest. Now, yeah. Spike has his own argument. And I respect them both for what they are and the people they are and the filmmakers they yeah. are. You can respect without agreeing. Mm-hmm. Exactly. <laughs> but he also drops in bombs in his movies. He absolutely does. Everybody yeah. does. Yeah, Shit, how many black, were in Baby Boy? I know, black that's true. That's yeah, true. how many were in Baby Boy, which we did just last week by John Singleton? Oh, I didn't we even didn't count, count, but there was, but there a, was a lot. So this is the only film that Quentin Tarantino adapted from a pre-existing like, book or script or anything like that. Ever. Everything mm. else is all... Out of his crazy head, yeah. <laughs> so, with a lot of inspiration. He sure. does have a lot yeah. of inspiration. And sure. But this is actual, the only thing based off yeah. of. Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty cool. I know. I got you. Someone who... Go figure, it's my favorite. So, can we talk about Robert De Niro? We have not talked about We him. have not. Let's not skip past the people that we've already had in other episodes. So oh, we're I'm not. quickly talk about... <laughs> Chris Tucker. Mr. Tiny Lister and Mr. Chris Tucker. Yeah, that's who, true. Who in the, we've talked about that in the same movie. They were both yeah. in Friday. Yeah, they were in our Friday. <laughs> hey, I like Beaumont. I thought he Beaumont did a hell of a job. He's a rat. And yeah, he's a rat. He's you know he's not somebody that you want to trust to be talking to the cops or nothing like that. But that conversation between him and Samuel Jackson, where he's arguing that not to get in the trunk. Man, you must be out of your fucking mind if you think I'm gonna get in this dirty ass trunk. Very, he, he makes a great argument. That damn Roscoe's, you know, man. He, yeah, he entices him with Roscoe's. Come on, man. <laughs> he don't even take him nowhere. He, he just drives him. He uses there. every tactic to block. get him in there, too. Because first he uh, starts guilting him. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, motherfucker, I'm the one that just spent this money to get your ass out of jail. You True. Know? You know? Yeah, I mean, think about it. Think about if someone paid 10 grand to get you out of jail. Regardless of what you did. 
and they ask you to do some shit, and you're already a little bit on the shady side. You're mm-hmm. like, oh, all right, yeah, let's fucking go. That Roscoe's, I'm telling you, it just yeah. Like, yeah. So it was the, the max the cherry. In the out. end, that's the tactic that worked. It wasn't the guilt. It wasn't the fear. It it's wasn't Roscoe's. the. He was high. Was he just told him something. He was enticing, high. the enticing that actually got him in there. He's like, I'm in here. I'm and as high. soon as he gets him in there, Roscoe. Samuel doesn't give a fuck. He doesn't let him finish the sentence. He just closes the trunk. Who's hit my head, <laughs> motherfucker? <laughs> don't matter. You don't die <laughs> anyway, fool. T- what do you say? Tight ass ponytail. Your ponytail wearing motherfucker. Hell wrong with you. Yes, and we have Debo up in this bitch. Debo. Big ass Debo in there as well. Uh, as Winston. Is that his name, Winston? Winston? He's like, who's that big ass yep, man the yep. picture with Samuel's it? got his number immediately. Who's that big Mandingo looking nigga you got up there on that picture with you? I bet you it was your choice to take that motherfucking picture, he, wasn't it? He doesn't answer. Good for business. Oh, no, no, he was just like, he doesn't and back answer. to our conversation. Uh-huh. But I didn't want to skip past those people because they did a wonderful they job. They did. I was going to mention yeah. their uh, small they cameos. Were, yeah, they both weren't in. Can I do another but... cameo that's really small? Who's that? Sid uh, Haggit? Hag? Sid Hag. Hag, Sid yes. Hag. The, the judge. He plays the judge. The charge is possession of narcotics with the intent to distribute. How does your client plead? Oh, he's also okay, in okay. Uh, Devil's Rejects. Devil's mm-hmm. Rejects. He plays that also an episode of MacGyver. In, yes, I think it was in Jackie's building on the names. One of them was S. Haig. Oh, was oh. It? So they, they actually yeah. threw that in there too. Nice nod. Yeah. Well, I don't know if you guys know this, but they are fucking long ass friends. They were in exploitation films. He was the crazy yeah. ass. White guy in all these expectation movies, black expectation movies, which I don't really like that that term so much because yeah. it's it just means black people making black movies with black money for black audience. Mm. And <laughs> apparently, whenever she got on set and saw him there as the judge, she couldn't stop laughing. I would I wouldn't be able to stop laughing either because they've been in since the judge. They've been in. About seven movies together. Oh, and I've seen quite a few of these. Um, Coffee from yep. 1973, which I fucking love. And I actually went to the Castro Theater in San Francisco in the Castro to that see Castro. Yeah, that's where my gays live. Uh, to see Coffee, and Pam Greer was there doing a Q and A. And I went dressed up as Pam Greer. Nice. And I actually won a costume contest. Did you really? <laughs> I did. Oh yeah. <laughs> While I was there, and I, feel like uh, I remember you telling us about that whenever it happened. Oh yes, I'm sure I did. I was uh, so a proud. High point. Yeah, very high, high point. point. Uh, and that movie came out in 1973. We got Foxy Brown, which mm-hmm. is the inspiration for the Brown. It came out in 1974. We have the Big Doll House that came out in 1971, which is a good one, and the Big Bird Cage in 1972. Those movies are about like women prisons and in like cages. in cages in, cages. Yeah, in like the just... Philippines and stuff. They were really weird. Oh, I've, se- I've seen them and they're yeah. funny and weird. And I've seen them. They're weird. They're weird. <laughs> they're weird. It's, it's a little. Bit of like you know some perverted softcore yeah and i read her biography that came out in 2010 um that was called foxy my life in three acts which was so fucking good and she talked about that time and how cheap it was to film in the philippines so a lot of 
these low budget movies would go over there to go fucking film and she was like it was like the worst thing ever just being over here filming all this stupid shit and she did a bunch of these girls in cages dude don't quote me but i'm pretty sure kate beckinsale said the same shit about filming out there really yeah it's it's supposed to be awful he was also in black mama white mama in 1973 i don't know if you've seen that Mm -hmm. no it's about some Mm -hmm. prisoners and the there's a white mama and a black mama prime girl and they're like attached to each other and they have to like get out Mm -hmm. they have been in so many great movies together like you said she came out laughing because that's her homie, man. <laughs> She's like, what the fuck you doing here? <laughs> Quinn, you got me. You got me. And, and, <laughs> and speaking of cameos, apparently there's one that's debated. Oh, yes. I looked for it and I, D- can, I D- couldn't D- go. Danny DeVito. What? I... Because he was an executive producer on Pulp Fiction. So him yes. and Quentin were friends. Sure. And in the opening sequence... There's like a guy in the background that's wearing a white shirt and a black hat, and it's highly up for debate whether or not it is Danny DeVito. They're like, hey, look for about one minute and 50 seconds. Oh, I gotta double check this shit. I looked, and And I don't really think it is, but. That's the thing is where it's like, you don't know. I mean, considering that. But it's her walking? What was his. Yeah, but yeah, apparently that's like one of the most up for debate ones where it's like. Was it or wasn't it? They were really good friends. He could have just been like, I'll be there for a day. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Just I, to put him on the ticket. So yeah. you is guys look in, at it. I didn't Tarantino, see him in the credits. He's not in the credits. He is in it. Answering machine. Yes. That's his voice going. You have one message. And then they post it. Jesus fucking dude. You have. Oh, yeah, you yeah. have one that. That's, that's. Which makes me wonder by the time he got to the editing room, he's like, shit, we never hired anybody to do that. All right, fuck it, I'll do it. I'm doing it. Well, I guess we can start with Mr. Michael Bowen when it comes to all these actors. I got zero on him, so. I mean, you that's might a, know him. The guy from, from like, like Magnolia, right? I believe he was in Magnolia. Uh, most people recognize him as Buck from Kill like Bill, Bill Volume Book. Buck likes to fuck. Yep. Fuck yeah, that Buck. Exactly. He's he got the, his. He's the uh what is he, a nurse or an orderly? He'd yeah. be raping yeah. his fucking He'd be raping the girls and yeah. Selling and he's, he's everything. A predator. He's Gross. terrible. But he was right. also Wizkid Donnie Smith's dad in Magnolia. <laughs> yes. Who was kind of a maniac in himself. So. And a little known movie that I actually rather enjoyed. It was one of The Rock's first movies. It was Walking Tall. He was in that. Mm-hmm. And he Ooh, played one of the I villains. Like he did. He's not the one that scars him up. No. But he's one of those guys that eventually gets his ass whooped. He he has a tendency which, for playing the villains. I'm trying to picture. Which, which one does he play? Uh, he's the de- yeah, he's the detective. You you guys know his face. You've seen yeah. him with so many stuff. Very very many. You're right. Face. He's like I know you're an asshole, and you get off on pissing people off type of look. Yeah. And I mean, the man has done 66 movies, and like another like 60 or 70 TV shows. Like he's definitely a cop that I would give attitude to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I'd be like, oh, this dude. It's like you He's got that southern farts, draw yeah. at the same time. It's just like, Me oh, you my motherfucker. It's a shitty flight down to Cabo. I went down there one time with Susan. My wife, fucking turbulence was unbelievable. He's all like, like fuck you, dude. <laughs> and then you get Michael Keaton, who's just here. He's to still, make sure everybody's okay. he's still yeah. an asshole because I would be oh, very cool. irritated if someone was like, and I'll make sure he doesn't steal anything. He just wants to peek inside the bag for a minute. I'll keep my eye on him so he doesn't take anything. 
be like, fuck you. I yeah, know, he, you he's know why you're nice, here. He's being nice, but he's being a prick at the same time, which <laughs> makes him even here. fucking prickier. Well, like, so don't get me wrong, dude. Your loyalties are still with this asshole. Oh, sure. Don't act like you're trying to do me a favor. Yeah. I don't care if he's still You're still a cop and you're still fucking me over. You're going to plant something. I still believe that Michael Keaton planted that coke inside that envelope. No, because he says that... He didn't, but it could be... No, because Samuel Samuel Jackson goes, oh damn. Yeah, he said that was a gift for Mel. But they do make it look like it. But it make it look like it, exactly. Again, back to the whole booger sugar thing from earlier. Oh, yes. Okay, so whenever Lewis and Ordell met up, they went to this place called the Cockatoo Inn. But the letters T-O-O were out on the sign. So it said cocaine. Nice. Where is is this a real bar? Can we go? Is that oh. an it could be. Well, it said it was an Hawthorne, right? Since we were go. talking about Michael Keaton, Let's we are not going to dive deep into this man because yeah. I want to dive into him to when we talk about other movies. Other movies, exactly. I mean, hey, he was the best Batman. He he's, is. He's Beetlejuice. Yes. Let me just also yes. say, no. he started his career working on Mister Rogers. He, he was he was really? he was a PA on Mr. Rogers. Oh, that's hey. fucking awesome. Yeah. yeah, he there's even been a couple of like TV documentaries about Mr. Rogers that he Multiplicity. hosted. I at love least, at least Multiplicity. One. But like shit, I thought he was great in Birdman. Birdman. Bird Bird and you can't that, that deny the, the whole you can't parallel. just no. act like that's well it is overlooked a lot. I love Birdman. But like everything about it was awesome, especially with it. They, they, they laid it out like it was a play. I mean, those those shots bringing in Tarantino four cuts in the entire movie. I don't know. It, was, it was a low number. But it was like, like four, uh, and it was very, very hard shots to spot. All the way around mm-hmm. the fucking building, and like make sure this person was there when they needed. It was to a be play. Everybody. It, it was, was a play. play. They to filmed a play yeah. on a steady cam. Yeah. I prefer. They it that rehearsed way. that shit for months. Yeah. I rather prefer it that way. Fuck yeah, that was instead of you cutting awesome. it every. Two That's minutes. one of those where like Dude, you get to enjoy the movie. Saves on editing for sure. Um. Okay. So Michael Keaton, mm. he has this thing that he does. He like he likes to try to talk people out of his roles. What? So Quentin Tarantino told him that he, the whole time he's shooting up until the fucking end, he's convincing him that like I am not the right person for this role. Oh my god! You cast the wrong motherfucker for this. Why would you put Michael Keaton as this guy? Like it makes like it's literally perfect. that's what he would constantly kept telling Quentin Tarantino and Quentin Tarantino. Said right up until the end, he kept saying like he liked the feeling of feeling that he wasn't good enough for the yeah, role because he's constantly striving to do better. To do better, and that was like his thing. It was to think that he was not right for the role yep. all the time. Tell us about Bridget Fonda. Mm. Well, she plays Melanie in this movie. Mel, Mel, the she's my surfer girl. girl. <laughs> she's my surfer girl. I told you, man, she's my fine little surfer girl. That bitch is crazy. Yeah, certifiable. Uh, she is. Yes. Uh, okay, I gotta find back. Okay, so when Mel is on the couch and she is watching a movie, it uh-huh. is Dirty Mary Crazy, Crazy Larry, Larry from 1974, which stars her Faja, Peter Fonda, mm-hmm. who is part of the Fonda legacy. Uh, her grandfather is Henry Fonda, who started all this shit off. And. Jane Fonda is her auntie. Jane Fonda. Jane Woo! Fonda workout plan. I love, my mind Jane, Jane I love Jane Fonda. Fonda. Yo, hey. I love Jane Fonda. I think I'm Frankie. got it going on. What's she like? Dude, 80 years killing old? it. Grace and Frankie. 80 guys. and sexy. They're one of the top shows on, on Netflix. I, my mama watches that Dude, show. I submit for and it all the, the time. Bar, I'm I did sure see you see it on the breakdowns. I watched. I can't wait to get on Grace and Frankie. <laughs> Do you guys know what laughing is? 
the old yes. last. Yeah. yeah. They made a new one. They, they did. did. Yeah. And I watched it. Everybody's on there. And Lily Tomlin, I didn't realize that she got like crazy amount of Botox. Like her face is just like. Yeah. You don't mm. watch Grace and Frankie? I, I, I'm not up to date <laughs> well, on it. I'm like, holy there's, there's shit. There's like, and there's Botox. I don't know what it is. Hers is semi-filled. I, I love Botox. her so much too. And I saw her. And at first mm. I'm like, oh my God, look at Alien. Mm. Like, I, I don't Aww. know. Like, Botox yeah, would it's be so, like, you know, she used to go. There I don't know. I'm just a big proponent that no one gets it, no matter just age how young or old you but are. But Jane Fonda has had a lot of plastic surgery I'm done, sure she and has, she so. looks bomb. I think she looks good. Yeah, no, she does look good. We will definitely do nine to five where Jane Fonda and Lily. Nine to five. Dolly. Dolly Parton. I'm driving. That's on one of my playlists, and I hear that all the time. Nice. Okay, so I do have a fun fact. It's kind of a weird fact. We love him. <laughs> okay, so Robert De Niro. Robert De Niro? In this movie, he had sex <laughs> uh-huh. with uh, Bridget Fonda. Yes, yeah, he did. Real. One fuck? Yeah. <laughs> 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 and no, it only no lasted condom. two minutes. Hit, condom, hit the spot. <laughs> yeah, that's just they a did, joke. It wasn't that's in the budget. <laughs> it's not real. That's not <laughs> You got me. That was I got hilarious. <laughs> that was hilarious. Um, so he also had sex in a movie with Jane Fonda. Get it. Her auntie. Get it. In a movie, Stanley and the Iris in 1990. Mm. So only Jesus what, like seven years family. before this. And he is the only person to have sex with an aunt and a niece on film. Really? Yeah. Like well, real life niece. I'm, I'm surprised you couldn't say, get like a, a there's, there's probably some videos on Pornhub that might. Uh, I am talking not real, fu- not real sex. You yeah. Dirty, dirty people. Another great show, by the way. Real sex. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't like that show. That <laughs> HBO show from the yeah. 90s or some yeah, shit man. like that. I learned so much that's sex how I, shit. That's that's how I learned. My dad's like, oh, you want to talk about nothing. the birds and the bees? I'm like, nah, dude, I, I found out. I was like, like, actually, Dad, what do you want to know? Yeah. I'm not going to go into depth about Robert De Niro because... There's, yeah, there's four too. of us. Yeah. He's one of my favorite, and I want to like really get into it on yeah. like another movie. So, so um, why don't we just say what our favorite Robert De Niro movie? Oh shit! Oh shit! And then we'll just move on. Top two, because you can't just do one. No, just one. Right. One and move on, and nothing one, else. No one debate. Done. No I debate. just want to backtrack real quick because on. you were talking about Melanie. Yeah. Mm. Do you know who was originally considered for that role? Yeah. With it, but couldn't do it. Oh, mm-hmm. scheduling conflicts. I do. Go ahead. I'm going to mark it off. Go ahead. Christina Applegate. But oh. she couldn't do it because she I can was contractually obligated with Married with Children. Love and they didn't even get a series finale. They Wayne and Brothers them. That's what I'm going to start Wayne's calling it. They That's what we'll call it. <laughs> um, I was going to say, since we moved on from that character, I just yeah. wanted to get that one out there. What? Yeah, I could definitely see Christina Applegate yeah. playing mm-hmm. Mel, too. That, that would be right. I feel like she probably would have had a little bit more sass but I'll tell you what a little bit the, in the final scene with her mm-hmm. I oh she gets under your skin I, say, I don't know because there's a part that you really want to love about Christina Applegate but mm-hmm. she, just that long S on Lewis was just like don't say another fucking word she is legit annoying yeah. I love her yeah. I for the longest time thought that she was Jane Fonda's daughter mm. but her character needs to be there to push the story because then it like when they're in the van and they're talking about it i love where he was like are you sure she's dead what we don't want is that bitch surviving on us well, anybody but that woman it better be that bitch. it better be that bitch <laughs> we do not yeah. need her alive like, you know, <laughs> she's a troublemaker she's a troublemaker yeah. and i mean I love- apparently like she's been in 
his crew since she was like 14 or 13 yeah. or something. Yeah, they, they talk about, about that too. Pretty yeah. pervy. Yeah. If yeah. you're going to ask keeps her around. Like, at least De Niro was like genuinely shocked. He's like, Jesus Christ, I thought you were at least 16. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's still terrible and still gross. Oh, but, she's a little roller girl? Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's like, oh my God, I fucked you then. Yeah. Like, before then, I think. He, she is just... She needs to push the story to just be annoying. She's the yeah. worst. And I love when he talks about how Me the worst. She likes you to know, fuck. I don't need <laughs> yeah, I don't need to know. Well, you can't trust Melanie. But you can always trust Melanie to be Melanie. Cause I can always count on Melanie being Melanie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because no matter yeah. what she does, I know that bitch is gonna talk. Yeah. I know that bitch is gonna fuck you as soon as I walk out the door. Two minutes afterwards. She gonna smoke some Melanie's weed. Melanie's gonna be Melanie. She go yeah, she gonna be her. All you gotta do is hit her. You could have just got her in the car. You just slapped her right. He's like, tell her to hit her in the mouth. She'll be quiet. She'll be quiet. <laughs> He's like, come on, we're late. You can rely on her to be herself. Baby. You can predict exactly what she's gonna yep. do. Yep. She's sitting yeah. there singing yep. in the car like a little dumb bitch. You can always trust a dishonest person to be dishonest. Yeah. Honestly, it's the honest it's like, ones you have to worry about. Yeah, there you go. It's like, I remember watching that for the first time, like, whenever it like, first came out and was like, you know, he shot Yeah. He shot and then it turns around and was like, he just shot him. him. Oh, yeah. They just shot him. Yo, ass used to be Well, they just wrapped that up tightly, didn't they? I love that. That's one of my... Because he's, like, kind of sad to kill. Yeah, he's, he's sad to have to shoot him. To kill. He's like, yo, ass used to be beautiful. What happened? what happened to you? What the fuck happened to you, man? Yo, ass used to be beautiful. But, I mean, honestly, before it all went down, he had a conversation with me. So Sam Jackson showed De Niro Chris Tucker in... The trunk. He did. And explain how he got in the trunk. Yeah. He said, if he warned us. And, and he said, you know, if it's between him and me. And you best believe it ain't going to be me. Yeah, so yeah. basically saying, fuck whoever else it is. And he's letting him know, yeah. that goes for you too, motherfucker. You I fuck think, up. I think that talk done. might have involved one or two of the 38. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, uh, so he knew. He knew. You know, he was. Yeah. And the fact of the matter is, you know, he. He slipped up. Yeah. The only thing you that... Know, regardless that, of whether it's his fault or not, he slipped up and you can always... If you're going to slip up once, you're going to slip up again and he cannot have that. And he cannot the rely on this, that next Lewis, time. Lewis probably respected what had to happen, mm-hmm. but the only thing that he, he was upset about was thinking that Ordell she might thought that he was stabbing him in the back. Yeah. He's like, He's hey, like, I, hey sure? I, I might have fucked up and you got to kill me because of that, but I'm not fucking you over. Yeah, He's like, exactly. you sure she's Just not know. in that sure room? Melanie ain't, ain't in some hotel room counting <laughs> yeah, my, my money. money? Yeah, like, nah. Oh, fuck you, brother. Yeah, fuck, fuck you. you. Oh, you gonna say that about me? Yeah, fuck you, brother. Yeah, which I totally understand. because We never like, did yeah. choose, though. Favorite Robert oh, De Niro movie. King of Comedy. I know what his is. King of Comedy, nice. <laughs> I feel like we, we asked you this question. <laughs> we did ask you that. All right, Landon. <laughs> You see, I'm, mm. I am really terrible with picking favorites. All right. Do you want us to come back around? <laughs> Mine. Yes, we are. Casino bitch. Nice. And I know Rossi. I said that. Yeah, you know, I think we did <laughs> I have this. say Rossi. Yeah, I yeah. think we've had this. Fucking ace, man. Yeah. He's the best. Mm-hmm. That's probably my favorite share. Yeah, he gets blown up and keeps coming Dude, down. Dude. Yeah, bitch. Hell of a performance in Casino. Oh or Goodfellas. God. It's hard to choose. I love the book. I would say he does a better job in Casino, and yeah. he has more of a story arc mm-hmm. in Casino. Yeah. In Goodfellas, he it's a is. Side story. You know, yeah, and he has his niche. He's not the main one to progress the story along. He doesn't change very much in that one. 
versus he's a lot casino. Older than them. He's yeah. much more reserved. He has to. There's a lot that has to be boiling under the surface in casino. He's the Jew. <laughs> he's the golden Jew. <laughs> he's the golden Jew. Ace, absolutely. All right, you. And we're um, coming back. You better. I'm gonna go have it. the opposite side of the spectrum. I'm not gonna go with one of his more famous gritty uh, mobster movies. I'm gonna go with the Intern. Oh, it's a good fucking yeah, it's movie. A real good yeah, movie. Yeah. Yo. And it was, and it was a toss up. It was a yeah, toss up between that and Dirty Grandpa, mostly because <laughs> of the the actor that he has become now, and the way that he has reinvented himself for another couple decades or however long he wants to play these roles. And not only that, like generations mm -hmm. seeing him like mm -hmm. oh that's the crazy grandpa and yeah. dirty grandpa and you're like dude that was that's that was fucking taxi that, that, was, driver, that was Johnny dude. Boy and that was Raging Bull yeah. exactly yeah 50 years ago yeah you don't <laughs> fucking know seen, I haven't I haven't seen Raging Bull <gasps> yeah shit I know dude yeah, that's alright hey are you not a big Scorsese fan so many hours in I have day. studied that, that, Raging Bull is, I am not not a fan of any of those things. There's just so much stuff that I have seen and yeah. so much stuff that I haven't seen. It's like so I've much seen a lot of really weird stuff that people be like, but went down a deep rabbit hole in the web. Exactly. <laughs> it's like first I was watching these documentaries about how Paul McCartney isn't him, and then all of a sudden I found this weird movie. <laughs> you talking about Fall? <laughs> Fake Fuck Paul. Fall. But I'm going to see Paul so, next month. All right, I've seen him. I've seen him too. Real not, not just trying to play the like old school card, but I did really love King mm. of Comedy, but also Taxi Driver. Like yeah. I really okay. love okay. how fucked up and dark his character was, and mm. like it was just like super gritty and desperate, and on the far end of real. But yeah, yeah. like yeah. definitely dug that one. Definitely, yeah. yeah. Okay, I got two more to throw in the mix: yes. Kate Fear yeah. and Man of Honor. That was a damn, Ooh, damn good one. Cookie. Wow. Yeah. I, I wasn't even with thinking Cuba about them. Yeah, what Cuba Gooding Jr. But it was based on a true story. Uh -huh. like, they were uh, they're like stupid under scoobers. Under, under scoobers. Under scoobers. Under scoobers. water. Fuck you guys, I've been drinking. Yeah, they're oh. under scoobers. That was like one of the first 10 DVDs that we had. And it had like all the special features. I don't know how many. Cuba, man. Cuba breaks my fucking heart Then he loses his legs. But he still wants to be a fucking... I don't want to hit the table, but I want to hit the table right now. I'm trying to hold back from that after this. It's hard, isn't it? Three people have seen something that I really haven't seen. We gotta talk about it. This is when being like a scuba diver, it's the heavy ass, like... 100 pound suits kind of shit. Yeah, no, I did see that, but like I really don't remember any it's, of it. You should. Damn, good Because John, John, they tried to oh, fuck Cuba because mm. he was black. Yeah, and of course. And they Naturally. made him. Oh, they made of... him. Oh, never mind. I'm not Report to this line. Okay. Okay. Let's, let's yeah. talk about Mr. Robert he, he Forster. Because he is also in this movie. Mr. Max Cherry himself. Mr. Max Cherry. Can I give you a fun fact? Speaking of Max Cherries, I am down to the zest, Landon. <laughs> so, <laughs> let me tell you about this. Okay. So. Quentin Tarantino met Robert Foster in a restaurant somewhere. Forrester. Well, Forrester. What did I say? Forrester. He didn't meet Forrester. him there. He did. He did. Forrester. He did audition for for <laughs> Quentin beforehand. He did, but he read it. Okay. Did I he audition say, for um, Reservoir Pulp. Dogs? I think it was Pulp. Okay, I can just I can picture I him auditioning for Reservoir Dogs. Either way, he ran into him in a restaurant mm -hmm. and he handed him the script and he says like, "You're going to do this." And that is that. That's how it's going to nice. be. And so he was like, fuck yeah. He was thrilled because his 
career wasn't where he wanted it to sure. be. He was having... Not that he wasn't working because I looked at everything no. previously and he was constantly working. Constantly. But it wasn't, he wasn't hitting that big shit. Yeah, yeah. So, it was those, you know, those movies that you think are going to do really, really well and unfortunately they don't always. Yeah, so no. he... Popcorn in the can. He took this role. He mm-hmm. wanted, really wanted him to be this role and he, it helps his career a lot. Just the way Pulp Fiction helps Samuel's and John Travolta's career. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And I thought he did a hell of a job. I mean, he was nominated for Best Supporting Actor. I know. For this fucking movie. I didn't even know that. dude, I gotta say, I believe him so much. When Pam Greer first comes into his life, Mm -hmm. this man is like, Take to the sky on a natural So, a thing in in the the bar where they're having that conversation, talking about, you know, like looking in the mirror and seeing things. Mm -hmm. So, he talks about how his hair had started to go away and he had a procedure. So, Robert had actually had the procedure done where he, like, had his hairline restored because, you know, he wanted to maintain a little bit more of a youthful look. Sure. And he was telling Quentin, like, I had this done. This would be good in there. And so, Quentin, like, rewrote the scene to actually put what Robert was saying about it into the scene because he was like, I am this This character in a way. Like, up to this point, like, I was feeling a little bit more washed up and older and... Oh, I, I guess I got a little sensitive about my hair a few years ago. started falling out, so, you know, I did something about it. So, in part, Jackie Brown, the movie, is his Jackie Brown in life. You could life. say that. Ooh, like that was that. deep. It, it, it might have got him Inception close to your an asses extra, right now. <laughs> got, got him a little bit of an extra $500,000. Right? I do want to... shit, you know. I do want to say that I... This is his one Oscar nomination. The only one he's had? Didn't get it, but... Didn't get it, but hey, fucking just to be nominated is is like... uh, Yeah, you kidding me? You get to put that on your fucking posters. There's like two Oscar winners and three nominees in that movie. Mm -hmm. So I love this movie because I feel like I want to be a reincarnated of fucking Pam Greer, even though she's not dead. She's still alive, y'all. Mm-hmm. But I fucking love her. But I always felt like, Joe, you are my Max Cherry Cherry Barrels bonds, man. That's if true. I ever needed Partner anybody... Yeah, if I ever needed anybody to come swoop up some money out of a fucking dressing room, I you would You know you gotta change you. your ringtone now, right? <laughs> uh, what's some Bobby Womack? Yeah. <laughs> or or uh, Delphonics. 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 Mm-hmm. I love the way yeah. they kept reusing that. Mm-hmm. That's just him in love. And I love the exactly. scene exactly. where, he, where a Samuel like Jackson gets in the car. He uses the, the music like yeah. their own personal yeah. theme songs. It's mm-hmm. great. I love I, I don't even want to get in the music yet. I, I, know, I know that that's like a whole topic I'm sure you're gonna we talk We can talk about it. We can talk about it. Like, I love, like you said, the music in this is The music is perfect. Yeah. Beautiful. He picks Absolutely great beautiful. musics for great timing. He had a yeah, nice yeah. theme in between of it with the Delphonics of every time he's thinking or he's doing something for Jackie, he's playing it. I love the scene where Samuel Jackson comes in the car and he's like, you know you like the Delphonics? What you know about this shit? Mm-hmm. He's like, yeah. Yeah, they're some, pretty good. They're pretty mm-hmm. good, yeah. Mm-hmm. Just like corny ass. Like, yeah. He's like, fuck you. What do you mm-hmm. know? They just have like kind of a moment on like, yeah, okay. Yeah. They, they mm-hmm. are fucking dope. Um, I do have a fun fact. Throw it out there. Okay, so the song that plays when Jackie is being arranged, the 99, the 99 years, years is a long, long, long time. Pam 
embarrassing that. Yeah. <laughs> it's called You're Long new. Time Woman, which I've known too. But yeah. um, I always like to hear that. Yeah. Look at me. I'll never be free. I'm a long time woman. Which is perfect for that scene. For looking all fucking jailbirdy. Yeah, it's another one of my favorite soundtracks. I mean, Pulp Fiction would probably be number one, and this would be number two yeah. out of his movies. Oh, music choices. He, he Midnight, some... Midnight Confessions. That works so well. It's just a random song, but I feel no, like... No, but even still, like you know, the fact that they use it, and you know, they're doing this deed, and mm-hmm. he just killed someone, mm-hmm. and the mm-hmm. car stalls out. Like, the way he... I mean, there's two ways to use sound, like diegetic mm-hmm. and non-diegetic mm-hmm. sound. I'm sure you talked about this on the show. I Yeah, absolutely. Where diegetic I was, sound... I was trying to remember what it was called, and thank yeah, you for bringing so, it so up. So diege- diegetic sound is when it's actually in... In the, the world, in the They're world, the in the universe, can actually it. hear so, it. There. We it talked about this in Boogie sound. Nights. Yeah, and the oh, stuff, that, like, the stuff that we hear is non-diegetic sound. But the yeah. fa- like he meshes it together so well, yeah. so many different times, where it becomes, it starts out as in someone the, hearing in the life it real of life, the characters, and then it, and becomes then it pulls out and becomes same as Alfred Molina when he starts playing the record, and oh, then yeah. all of a sudden Je- it becomes a score. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. I couldn't remember. Yeah. Thank you so much. Eventually, for it, it takes over. Spe- uh, naming yeah. it. Yeah. And, there you like, and you're right because the car. Oh, yeah, it's film school for you. Thanks, uh, Steve Romanko. <laughs> <laughs> um, can I give you a f- some fun facts mm-hmm. on? All day. Who Quentin Tarantino had in mind to play Max Cherry's Cherry's Bail Bonds? <laughs> I like saying this. I thought you yeah. said that he went up to Robert Forster and said, this is going to be you. Yeah, but I mean, when he was writing it, he probably had some white old dudes in mind. And sure. these are some of them. Okay. Paul Newman. Ooh. Okay. Gene Hackman. Which okay. I don't think I could see Gene Hackman. He's At the same time, I don't know if I can see Paul Newman. Presence. Paul Newman, I absolutely adore. He's one of my favorite actors of all Paul time. I feel like that. he's yeah. a little too handsome. Yeah, I mean, he was probably handsome. Well, like, I don't know what he died. What did he yeah. look like in '97? '97. I mean, he had already <laughs> done Color of Money, so he was up there in Ooh, age for color sure. Of money, that was '87. That was like '87. Exactly. So by '97, he was. He was pretty old. Yeah. I mean, he passed away in like early 2001, 2002. Nope. No, I'm thinking. Oh, you got it. Maybe like Don't keep me guessing. I'm pretty sure it was like either '09. Or 08, because really? we were in college. Yeah, okay, yeah. Oh, is right. that one? And right? I was yeah. still in the dorms, so I yeah. do remember. Yeah, and I remember I was real upset. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's why I remember. I was still in the dorms. Had, well, who else? Who else? Was oh, oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. We're Gene Hackman, John Saxon, we were talked mm-hmm. about in. Yeah, Before we move on, I call dibs on our first Paul Newman movie. Okay. I want to do uh, cool. Sting. <laughs> <laughs> we do it, I want the Sting. Yeah. We probably then should, I get Robert Redford we too. We should do the Sting mm. soon, being that now Leo and Brad Pitt are doing ah. similar as Redford and Newman did way back when. Oh, you are so right. I didn't Butch and Sundance. Together. Yeah, they only did what two, two or three. The Sting, Butch and Sundance. Is that it? Nah, I feel like there's one more, but we might. There might be one more. Three uh, tops. But I love the Sting. I love the music from it. But all that shit. Hollywood's highest. Yeah. So those were the people who were in mind for Max Cherry, Cherry's Bail Bonds. Nice. <laughs> I like that. Oh, and actually, a Hollywood sighting. <gasps> Halloween Close Encounter. Halloween Close Encounter. Halloween, Halloween Close Encounter. Halloween Close Encounter. Halloween Close Encounter. I, I did meet Forrester once. Yeah. yeah. Were, you, were you with me? 
Uh, no, I think it was a different place. I, I, it was whenever I worked at the movie theater downtown. Oh, okay. I, yeah, I, no, he was there I for an event. The, the ground was LACC? Like, yeah. Okay. Okay. Oh, okay. Who's going first? I want to hear these stories. Yeah. Well, anytime I meet someone like that, the only thing I can say is like, it's never going to be, can I have your autograph? Can I have a picture? It's just, it's a pleasure to meet you. Mm -hmm. Thank you for your work. And just, I want to say thank you. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And there are so many people that I met there. Like I, I met Dick Miller and like, but yeah, like I got to meet a lot of cool I get that there. mentality though, and, because whenever yeah. I meet somebody who is in that stratosphere of fame, I never... First of all, I never want to tell them that I'm an actor or a filmmaker. Exactly. I just want to, one, not disrupt their day for the most part. Yeah. Unless we actually meet on a mutual level of exactly. like, you know, passing by or we're waiting in line or this, that, or the other. Then maybe I'll say, hey, man, I do recognize you. You did a great job in this. I really enjoy your work. Mm -hmm. This, that, There's and the other. There's a short list just, of people. That's why it's just mm -hmm. simply But I'll never ask you. for a photograph yeah. or anything. Yeah. Well, that funny nature. enough that you mentioned it's like it. I try to treat them like a human a person. being a person yeah. but but someone that has done something that i really want to make sure that i can say thank mm -hmm. you for what you've done and just let that be now there's is. a handful that i may geek out on okay, and the funny he, thing is he, if he i see dex shepherd down the, the road the i may just yell out dex yeah, i fucking yeah. love armchair expert yeah. or something yeah. I don't know. Yeah. 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 no, no that's song. what it was for me i saw him at the groundlings oh, yeah. and like wherever of was outside the groundlings and um, I was there with a bunch of friends and like I was there with my, my wife and I was like oh shit it's Robert Forrester and she's like what and I was like it's fucking Max Cherry and she's, and she, and she's like go say something I'm like no I'm gonna freak no. out like and it was like one of yeah you're gonna fumble over yourself I mean a whole bunch of you know famous people like and it doesn't usually get to me but I'm like oh dude I'm, like he's one of my favorite characters in, in anything like I nice. love our movie yeah. man we love this well movie. that and Delta Force yes. I love him in that yes. too but okay. yeah. like, oh, and, I, and I, like I, I just saw him we kind of like you know I mean I was like Will Smith. Oh, oh, Bobby, I'm sorry. Robert De Niro, Mina Kunis. I'd be like, bitches. Don't say Mila Kunis. Ashley's going to get excited. Yeah, so, I mean, <laughs> I love him. He does a great job in this movie. Here's some people that are supposed to be Lewis, who wanted to be Lewis in this movie. Ooh. Lewis. John Travolta. He was first choice to play Ray. Okay. And Sylvester Stallone wanted to play Lewis. I don't know about that one. Sorry. I think both of those were yeah. not good choices. Uh-uh. When we were talking about the fast-paced music. Like I mean, the music in the sorry, but you're competing against De Niro? Come on. Yeah, Come yeah. on, girl. You get it. No. The character Can you imagine walking into that audition room? All Can right, who's going for second place? I just want you to... What's up, guys? I'm here. <laughs> like, close no. your eyes and just imagine him. How you doing? <laughs> just like, hanging out with yeah, Samuel well, Jackson. It doesn't work. That character needed to be somebody softer and a little bit more like, I'm just fucking tired. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like, past my prime. Past their prime. On the nose, right getting, there. Getting, you know, you're not lazier in life because eventually, I mean, everyone, mentally, he the drops same, the ball. Everyone's in the and same that's situation. what causes his demise. Yeah, Lewis, yeah. Ordell, yeah. Jackie. It, I mean,. Well, that's the thing. Yeah, every, the, everyone the is like, movie. like on that edge of like, oh yeah. god. Like, yeah, I, I shouldn't be thinking about retiring, but I yeah. got no money. To I, I worked so hard for this. I mean, to get to this, Denaro, that's life. Lewis yeah. was yeah. in jail no, for no, exactly yeah. for four and years I think for that's bank what robbery. He wanted to reflect. Is, yeah, the breaking you know, point. Life like, doesn't what? always turn out the way that you wanted it to. You yeah. see the way that you want in life, and whether you're on the straight and narrow, you're on the working hard, you're on the uh, trying to get rich quick side, you're on the hustle side, you know, regardless of what side you're on, it's not going to turn out the way you think it is. Never. To go, Never. 
to go off of that, mm. Robert De Niro, he really wanted to be Max Cherry. Oh. But Quentin mm-hmm. Tarantino was like, uh-uh. Robert. Yeah, yeah it's, it's not for you. Yeah. So he was like, you be Lewis. So he went out for something he really wanted. It didn't turn out the way he wanted, but it turned out better, I think. Exactly. I think so. Exactly. But I wouldn't mind seeing him make out mm-hmm. with fucking Pam Greer. I think I, that would have been hot. Sure. <laughs> I bet but he that, would like that. He, no, he likes black chicks. But that's the thing. I mean, he it would have been hot. That wasn't a hot kiss. At the end, it was very awkward, but awkward, but still kind of beautiful. There were you know? multiple emotions in that. Yeah. 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 Also, he already kind of played that dynamic in Casino, or did that come out after this? Because before. Before. Yeah, I think. I feel I like think it might be a year before. Yeah, I feel like Casino it might be a year before. Yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely before. There's a difference yeah. in his weight when it comes to Casino versus Jackie Brown. 100%. Well, this one he's supposed to be just like a packed on that pasta for Jackie Brown. Ass. Yeah, he's a retired bank robber. Mm-hmm. That's <laughs> well, shit. Yeah. So <laughs> even though we've talked about him a number of times, we can talk about Mr. Samuel Jackson. Okay. <laughs> we're, just gonna, we're just gonna talk about him in this. Okay, wait. First Unless thing, you got fun facts. First thing you talking about the real motherfucker? Yes. That's what I was gonna say. I love the motherfucker. He's my favorite motherfucker. <laughs> that motherfucker. And that nigga says nigga a lot. Okay? <laughs> so, right. can, can, I, can, I, can I throw, one, throw one, one out there about him? Okay. I'm gonna hit it. Hit it's, it. it's a quick, easy one. Quickie. You probably have it, but I don't. Go ahead. they only were shooting with him on the weekends because while they were shooting this movie, he was working on Sphere. Mm-hmm. Ooh. It was sure. like a on-Earth event horizon, but didn't go as fucking dark. Fucking like Dustin Hoffman? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sharon Stone? Sharon Stone. And? Dusty Hoffman. <laughs> Your mom was over here flashing her shit uh, like she was Sharon Stone. Liam Schreiber. Trust me. She's no Sharon Stone. Some, some Liam Schreiber? <laughs> Come on. Oh, I love her. That was a good one, though. Scream. We got to do Scream. October. <laughs> that's going to be on my list. A blade over here. My mom's going to be so happy. If there was ever a, a character that would be like a killer in a movie that would remind me of you, it's him. Lillard <laughs> or Leaf? I would see Matthew Lillard. Yeah, Matthew Lillard. Absolutely. Just a tall, goofy Dude, skinny you can I'll be back. I'll be back. <laughs> At the same time, you can definitely do without a paddle. Freddie Prince There's and uh, what is that, Summer there. Catch? Play some baseball. That was a good one. Can I can I throw a fun fact out there? Since you mentioned Freddie Prince Jr., Pam Greer dated his dad, Freddie Prince. Really? For oh. a very long time. But by the time he died, she had moved on to Richard Pryor. She also was with Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. She dated a lot of people. She's never been married. She has no children. She does not drink. She does not do drugs. She doesn't smoke. So she kind of looks awkward while she's smoking because that bitch don't do that shit. Mm. Um, she grew up in on a farm and she was she was raped as a child. Okay. So she went through a lot and she moved out here in L.A. in the late 60s. Just working like as a secretary, I think it was, and eventually ended up getting her gigs into doing the 70s black exploitation movies. She has lived a life. I read her biography and it was just like fucking amazing. You're like, this bitch went mm-hmm. through a lot during a time when being black and beautiful wasn't a thing. She was the first, like, Tyra Banks, where you're like, damn, this bitch is so fine. Like, did it, you see Fox Brown in the shower? Did you see her? Yes. Oh my God. Did you see her yes. titties and coffee? 
Yes! Wait, wait. You mean like dipped into? I'm just kidding. <laughs> because that's also super hot. Oh my that's god. That's a big ass. You guys I, just, I just got a whole new fetish right there. If you guys don't know what she looks been like. been done. Yeah, look, look like. Like my tits and coffee hot. 2019 <laughs> internet. Yeah. <laughs> It's what was it? Was it a cake batter? Yeah. <laughs> I know what I'm doing. I'm going home. <laughs> now, well, that that's just, a joke on an episode we did a couple weeks ago of Friends that, with Benefits. So did uh, we ever, did I ever tell you about the Pam Greer and maybe I did. Maybe. We're talking about Pam Greer and, and Richard Pryor about the horse. The baby oh, horse, and yeah, the, you the did. Yeah, you did. Please, yeah. I'm not going to retell the story. His His origins? No, it's about them. You can listen to our Harlan Nights episode. Okay, okay. We talk about their relationship a little bit in there. I just don't want to recap it. Mm-hmm. Um, Max Cherry. Max Cherry. Cherry Bells Bonds. So let me just throw a couple. I only have a couple more fun facts. So I'm just going to throw them out there real quick. So the fast-paced music, when we're talking about music, that is bum, used bum, 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 bum. <laughs> when Jackie is running out looking for Ray. You know. Yeah. Oh, that one. No. I was thinking a different one. Something tells me that we looked at similar lists. Yes, well, that... Okay, that sounded closer to the jingle from I Dream of Genie. No! <laughs> I'm spot on. I'm going to... And now play the jingle of I Dream of Genie in your head. <laughs> okay, okay, it's right there. Yeah, it's not far off. Okay, I, I feel you. They probably came out around the same time. Well, that song uh, comes from Pam Kerr's movie Coffee. They came out in 1973. That I saw at the Castro Theater because that was bomb. Wait, did you wear a costume by any chance there? Uh, I did. <laughs> you guys, you know what? I will post that picture on our Instagram. Yeah, so you guys yeah, 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 yeah. Please do. So you guys can see uh, how skinny and sexy I was back in the day. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so we have Michael Keaton. He reprises his role of Ray in the Out, Out of Sight movie in 1998. Mm. Yeah. It's based on Same another character. one of the novels that is yep. in this universe. That, that dude's written Wait, like, isn't that like 30 the, the Clooney plus movie? novels. Yeah. Uh, Out of Sight? That was the, I think that Clooney? was yes, oh, yeah, yeah, Lopez. Yeah. Jason Lopez. And yeah. J-Lo. I feel like there was another episode you guys mentioned that... We sure did. Yeah. The Money Train we talked about. Yes, so I we did. Uh, I, mm-hmm. I haven't Jay got Lo all the episodes, but I've heard a number of them. You've been there. I'm trying. So, um, here we go. I got one. Pam Greer. Pam motherfucking Greer. If you don't know what the bitch looks like back in the 70s, please God Google bless her. her. You will get a grip. Better even, than 70s porn. Even women are going to be like, oh my God. Not that I know about 70s porn. <laughs> you, I still watch We killed 70s this porn. bottle, didn't we? So, um, is this the first bottle that we killed? Well, maybe? Here's I the mean, thing started is, and there, there is four. There is four. I was not thinking four people. I was thinking me and you like normal. And I should have got the bigger vodka glass, but I didn't. It's all right. I'm sorry. It's all right. I'm sorry. We're going back to oh, Jackie Brown and talking about lovely Pam Greer. Okay, I got one more fun fact. And those of you at home drink, Jason did an accent. Oh, it's been a minute. I don't it's know how I fell minutes. into it. I don't know why I just it did happens that. Sometimes. I apologize, everyone. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so here's my last fun fact. Oh, so, it's always a sad fact when it's your last so, fun fact. Last fact. Is that good? Yes. <laughs> so, De Niro and Quentin Tarantino 
didn't get along while they were filming this movie. That was Which one I didn't look into it more. In more Tarantino movies. And so, like, when you were talking about him not knowing how to communicate with his actors, mm-hmm. I think that this is one of the re- like he never he didn't have to work with people as amazing as great as Robert De Niro and Pam Grier. These people who are like decades long actors who know the shit. Yeah. They know how to film when there's no budget or film when there's a huge ass motherfucking budget. Uh-huh. You know, was still working on his technique of talking sure. to his actors. I love behind the scenes of Death Proof and they were talking about how they had well, he helped do what's the other one? What's the other one with the chick with the leg? Planet Terror. Planet yes. Terror. He he also, It was it was Grindhouse. Yeah, he was part was. of the Grindhouse. And so he also helped to, you know, direct the actors in that one. And he would literally chase his actors as a zombie, like, ooh, making the loud, loud noises to freak them out. Some of the actors would be freaked out, like, the fuck is this Tarantino? What is Quentin Tarantino doing? So, mm-hmm. like, uh, it took a long time, at least another decade, I would say, for him to realize how to work with great actors and big stars. Because mm. he started off with people who were unknown or they were on Levels their way above. down yeah, yeah on their way down from their success or stuck in that gr- middle gray area which his movies also helped launch them into being higher than they were but it's totally different than having to work with someone like fucking Robert De Niro of course and, and when you Robert are Niro. in that caliber of Robert De Niro and Pam Greer you've spent so much time on set and worked with so many directors that you know the caliber of director that you're yeah. working with it's almost like you grade them mm-hmm. to a degree Whereas I had this experience just today being one of the more experienced actors on set versus the people that are just more starting out their career and just barely like getting into booking jobs and stuff like that. And therefore, I had the good fortune of working with a very talented and very fast-paced and knew what he wanted type of director, which is a huge blessing, which is why I made it here on time today. You got a good director that knows what he wants, you get out on time. That's the difference between 6 and 12. Exactly. You become an advocate for those directors, and the inverse is when you get somebody less experienced and maybe more stressed out and letting their jobs get to them to a degree. Not to say that Tarantino was like that, but those ones you get more put off from and you don't want to go that extra mile, if that makes sense. It does. Um, I lied. I got two more. more. You lied to me? I got two more. Oh, that's a good lie. See if there's stuff I can remember along the way as well. You probably do know this. <laughs> so when Pam Greer actually went to audition for Jackie Brown, Quentin Tarantino, mm-hmm. she walks up to this fool's office and she notices that there is tons of posters of her all over the wall from 20 years before when she's all young and skinny and cute. Ooh, okay. And she was like, "Did you put these posters up because I was coming?" He was like, no, I almost took them down because you were coming. Nice. (laughs) (laughs) Which makes me, I've always loved him because of his love for women and his love for black women. Yes. I I love it. And it is all put together in this movie. That's how I felt. Okay. So here's the real last fact. Real last fact. (laughs) Uh, This fun fact you do know because you already said it earlier. But when Max Cherry comes out of the movie theater, the music that's playing, that it would be the end credits of walking out of the of the movie that he just watched is actually the end credits music for the movie that we are actually watching. Mm. Burr, burr, burr. <laughs> not, I feel like not, I haven't not, not the first closings 
but in, in the it's rooms. in there. Yeah, because yeah. the first closing is still Hundred Street is like a storybook. That's true. Yeah. Musical opening and ending. Well, that's because you know she's singing it on her way to fucking oh, airport yeah. to go to what Brazil, Costa Rica. Is that where she's going? No. Where's she going? Spain. 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 Get it? First, you remember. Ali just got back. You know they Spain. ate dinner at midnight. <laughs> Would you have gone? Would oh. you have gone with her? Would you have shut down next? Would I? Would I have gone? gone? Yeah. Would I have gone to Spain with Pam Greer? Yes. <laughs> okay. If Pam Greer hit me up right we, now and be like, "You want to go to Spain?" I'm like. Yes. yes. <laughs> we, we are all on the outside here. Yes, I we are, agree. We are not Max Cherry being locked into what he was. Also, wait. Bullshit. Another, another he factoid. He was going to quit anyway. Another factoid. Dude. Talking about being like the age that he was, he was saying that he was like... 57. 56. Huh? 57. Whatever. There is there's a no, difference there. This is why I'm getting confused on it. It's either hmm. going to be... I'm 56 years old. I can't blame anybody for anything I do. No, uh, blame right. anyone for anything but that I do. So there's that, a point yeah. in the movie where he shows his ID, and it actually shows him. It's either that in yeah. the movie he said he's 56, and according to his ID, he's 47. No, he's born in 47, which wouldn't make no, sense. No, no. I, the, the way that it works out is like it shows that his age is actually 10 years different than what it was supposed to be in the movie. I don't think it would be forty seven because if that's it the wouldn't have been the most shot out forty seven. <laughs> like no, no, no I'm saying his birthday was nineteen forty seven. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. Okay, but oh, you know but yeah. what? That's good. I, well, I gotta go back and look at that. No, I'm pretty. I'm pretty sure that it shows that. Yeah, he he says that he's older than what his ID says he was by about like ten or eleven years. Gotcha. Okay, so I don't know <laughs> if you guys know what time it is. I know what time it is. Wait. Oh, I know Wait. what time it is. Wait. It's time for Z for the people. Uh, I think I knew. I yeah, think I knew. you did. But <laughs> I, I was going to sing another melody, so you I just sat back. I just lip synced it. So you can just like cut to me while you're saying it, and it'll be like, what? Straight. I, so okay. We can make about, that happen. How about you do it and you cut me out and just, because you were singing it too, right? We could, and we just have you guys singing and just my voice. There you go. Say. Z for the people. Oh, wow. <laughs> you guys are making my dreams come true right now. Okay, so. Since you're so happy. <laughs> you won't be mad at Harmonies. You bought motherfucking Max Cherry. Cherry Max Cherry. Okay, so for this Z for the people, um, this is a foundation that the wonderful. Bobby De Niro, Bob De Niro, Robert De Niro, uh, sponsors. I don't know why autism? I thought you were going to be like, support your local bills, Monsman. <laughs> it's all right. Is it, is it autism? It is not. Um, I think his son has autism or I has some sort right of a mental uh, disability. He helps out about 15 plus charities. Mm-hmm. This is one that I found that I liked. Mm-hmm. and Because so, fuck his son, it? nobody cares. No. I'm just kidding. Wow. Just kidding. See that black? I can't. Just brought this dick. Who's this dick? I'm editing everything. Bring in the fire. So this uh, charity is called the Film Aid Foundation, and it was founded by international filmmakers in 1999. Mm. And it was used. It's used for community-based, multi-channel media stuff. So they help reach refugees by putting out videos, radio uh, programs, print, SMS, SMS, and uh, digital media campaigns to help out refugees all over the world, to help them tell them their rights, where they can go for safety, how they can leave just 
giving them information on during crisis when they need to evacuate their country. I see. That's um, pretty rad. It's super cool. I've never heard of this before. I no, thought it was no, very, no, very, very cool. Yeah. Uh, they reach 400,000 people, 1,000 refugee camps in urban areas every year. So this is something I've never heard of. I thought it was very cool to keep people in the know of what's going on when there's a crisis, especially in third world countries. Yeah. So, um, Go check it out. Yeah. It's like dropping the escape carrying playing cards to people during the war yeah like, so this is this is how you get out this is extremely cool so if you want to donate money or your time just to look into this go to filmaid.org it's a very cool uh z for the people that i found i like that one a lot i like it too yeah that's great all right that's my z for the people that's a really good one that's like something i haven't Heard of Never heard all, of, right? Like, at all. You guys, not only is my drink game getting up, but my motherfucking charity game is getting up, too. Burr, burr, burr. Burr, burr, I'm burr, burr. left and right. And I would like to point out, her pan pan is strong. My pan pan is strong. <laughs> I'll baby powder all your faces. Pan pan says, pan pan says, pan pan says, pan 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 before we go down the run time, we run down. We have some Hollywood close encounters. Last week on Joe's birthday, we were talking about birthday. After I talked to his his lovely parents, hey mom and dad. Hello. Joe, uh, Joe and Diane. Joe and Diane. They'll be watching, listening. They do. Yeah. They do they listen. Do they? Yeah. So what's up, Diane? Yeah. His mom said we have to make these episodes shorter. She said she ain't gonna talk about that shit. <laughs> That's what she said. Diane, Diane, so many words. I'm here with you. We're working I'm on it, girl. With you. See, Diane, I tried. I tried. You see how hard it, it is? And I got Landon. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's not, nothing's me. brief with Landon. I got Landon. Okay. But we, we love it. <laughs> we were talking about Hollywood Coast Encounters, and okay. JoJo here told me, my love, about one of his favorite <laughs> that I think you will enjoy. I want to. Take it, JoJo. Yeah, so actually, we were talking about John Singleton, I mean, who had just passed away recently. Yeah. You know, and I got the pleasure to, to work on the pilot of Snowfall. Really? Yeah. Uh, and surprisingly enough, they used literally no footage from what we showed. Sh- <laughs> so all your work was not even in I'm not surprised. Hey, the check's cleared. You know? <laughs> but but, but in surprised. the end, well, no, they, they, reca- they recast it with different people. So uh, you know what? They probably used... Five percent of the stuff, maybe some stock footage, maybe some okay. other bullshit. Um, and so they, what you're saying and they, is they shot a pilot with actors for the story, and then they recast for per different Instagram reasons. Followers. No, 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 just just, just <laughs> because for different reasons. Sure. I know there's different reasons for stuff. But yeah, I mean, I actually got the met to meet John. Like you know, he was a cool guy. Like he yes. would, you know, you could see the visionary, and you could see him talk, and everyone automatically follow. Like you, know, you didn't think twice. And, Really? So he's just, he's got that leader mentality and that presence to him where you want to... Yeah, like, you know, but you can see the determination, you know, and like, you know, he knew exactly what he wanted and and you wanted to be able to help. Like, Mm -hmm. I mean, I was a PA on it. Like, I didn't do shit. So I didn't even know that he worked on that. I didn't. I mean, actually, I knew he was on something. Cause, though. No, but you know what? Like, I, you know, after meeting him and 
it was very early on that I that I actually did meet him. Um, and then one day, everyone's standing around, like we're all there at six o'clock in the morning at some banging house, some fucking mansion. It's like, how come nothing's happening? It's like, every, like everything's buzzing. Like, oh, there isn't a stand-in. We're missing a stand-in. You know, it's like, so we're really not starting the day because we don't have a stand-in to light the scene. And it's like, well, what's the scene? It's like, well, actually, we need someone to uh, stick a straw up their ass. Oh! <laughs> I was like, wait, what? And they're like, yeah, like, you know, someone's getting coke blown up their ass, and we need to frame it. <laughs> So, Leo would have done it. Yeah. yeah. So I was like, I was like, wait. So that's it. Like, you know, if we can get this going, we can start moving. And I can go home in you know eleven hours. And they're like, yeah, sure. And I'm like, I'll do it. Nice. <laughs> like, yes. Oh yeah, really? You'll do it? I'm like, yeah, sure. Why not? I mean, this wasn't John. Like, he wasn't even there. This is like you know the first AD and like you know AD team. We're all getting. Before you, you know, come yeah, 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 no, exactly. So, but like you know. I was like, you know what? This is maybe a way that I could help because no one else would be doing it, and for people sure. would be like, oh, well, give me, you know, bump, give me a two hundred dollar bump for the day, you know, give this shit you gets know, me you were getting more give me, a, yeah, no, exactly. You were also getting a keister bump, G- apparently. <laughs> I'll, get, I'll, I'll take a wet bonus. <laughs> yeah, but but I was like, you know what? What's the worst that's gonna happen? I mean, I didn't have to the get naked. The worst na- is gonna happen. I didn't have to get naked. Gonna go up your ass. Yeah, I didn't have to get naked, and a straw didn't actually have to go up my ass. Because they didn't shoot it for anything. So I stood where the guy was supposed to stand, and the first AD took a straw and, you know, put it as close to <laughs> my ass, you know, as it is. And I they, do it too. They, they got focus, and they figured out everything, and then they're like, all right, cool. And they brought in the real actors, and we shot the scene, and we moved on. The day nice. kept going. And I, I felt like I was, you know, he team was an ass double. I just have one question. Yeah. When they actually shot, was the actor underlit or overlit in the ass? Because of your booty. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> There's just I, I, so much hair. I, I actually never saw the pilot. I never, I never saw what I worked on. Well, apparently nobody did because he really shot everything. Uh, we got to reshoot it. We used Joe's ass. It just yeah, doesn't work. Yeah. The lighting doesn't work yeah. on his pasty it was ass. Too pasty. It's probably is pasty. Yeah, it is. I've never seen your ass, I'm but it's white. It's too thick. White. Not even a Burning Man. You got a booty. No. <laughs> I, I got a booty for a white boy. Yeah, you do. You do. There's something <laughs> in the trunk. So, okay. Uh, please write in your Hollywood Close Encounters <laughs> to White Camera Cocktail. No S. No S. No S. Get that S out of there. Get the S out of here at gmail.com. Please follow us on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube. You know the shit. We are on uh, Google Play, Castbox, Spotify, Spotify, iTunes. The list goes on. Whatever you, you got, it, we're on it. We got it. Pandora. I'm on all we're of them. Not on Pandora. Listen to everything. We're not on Pandora. Time to get to this motherfucking lives for next oh, week. Oh shit! Mm. Are you guys ready? Do you need a second? Our longest uh, episode, probably thirty hours. How long was that? You don't want to know. You don't want to know. Okay. We, we got two Diane's hours, gonna twenty minutes on to the say mic. that. What's up, babe? <laughs> Me, we'll see how much of it gets cut out. Me in a couple of days is going to be real Not bad. Not as much as you think. That's all your shit. <coughs> okay. <coughs> Wait for those angry texts on Monday. So nobody's going to be like, you I motherfuckers. I will. will. I will. You <laughs> son of a bitch. Hey. You. You son of a bitch. No mate. Son I know. Bitch. I know. And I forgot to remind you to shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. Shut my fuck up. But that's okay. We had so much fun. I wouldn't want Landon not to be Landon, so we you all... need that beat? Fuck, this is the worst. All right, here so we go. Next hey, so, yeah, this helps. Next week. Yeah. So next week, you guys, we are starting... <laughs> it doesn't help. Just take a sip of that. It doesn't help. Pepe no, Maraschino no, juice. No. 
<laughs> so next month is June, and June month is Tony month. It is Tony's Tony month. And a little Tony. hit for you guys. We're doing a musical. So we're going to have musical month. Mm-hmm. Just to uh, to say that the Tonys are not just for musicals. Just, not just. They are for all uh, theater plays. Plays like uh, the movie Dancer in the Dark. Mm. Fuck. See, am I missing something? I was waiting for that. I was waiting for that. I, I loaned her Dance in the Dark Zee about four years ago. She never brings with her. And she never brings it with her. I always fucking forget. Yeah. Fuck. Have you never seen Dance in the Dark? Was it Bjork? just four it's years amazing. ago? It might have been longer. It might have been longer. I'm giving you the benefit of the I'm sorry. Well, no, okay. It was after you Don't moved down here. Don't take her out of the scene. She was I was literally almost there. I had to. I had to. I had to. She knows. I swear to God. She knows why. I done fucked up. You done fucked up. Hook her up with the beat. Hook her up with the beat. No one will ever come up with a musical that has Peter Stormare in it and singing. But that is the only one. Okay. All right, here we go. So here's the beat. Give me the beat. Okay. <laughs> I'm gonna try to fucking hit dun, this dun, shit dun, dun, and dun, quit this dun, shit. Okay, you got it. You you got me enough. I got <laughs> I got you halfway there. Bring it home. Here's the thing. I think it's pretty. I'm gonna direct my scene towards I you. I directly am the only person singing in this whole scene. You so really are. Here we go. Well, let's just say <laughs> that I'm I'm going out there a little go. differently as well. You are. I'm definitely not... on a limb. You guys, we are hitting it and quit it. That means one and done. So That's get right. it right. Yeah. Get it right, get it tight. If you want to be profound, it really got to be justified. Take a breath and look around. A lot of folks deserve to die. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. That's not a very nice thing to say. But it's true, isn't it? No. I don't know anybody that deserves to be chopped up and fed to a hungry plant. Hmm. Sure you do. <laughs> Stupid woman. Christ, what a freaking scatterbrain! I'm sorry, Doctor! I'm sorry, Doctor! Falling off a motorcycle? I'm clumsy, Doctor! I'm clumsy! Get the door open, you little slut! I'm trying, Doctor! I'm trying! Get the Vitalis! Quick, get the Vitalis! I'll do anything! What? Told you gave a little bit of a backhand there. Oh, I was looking forward to it. <laughs> Apparently, Fuck. Joe Lennon are going method. Oh my god, I didn't think you were really going to do it. I was hoping you were. Oh, oh come god. on. That's a, a you, you, you've seen the falls I've taken out of trees and downstairs and down hills. Yes. I'm going to take a slap in the face. Oh my god, you guys, we made it through this fucking movie. Yes, we did. Thank you, oh Joe god. and Landon. Thank you, Joe. Thank you, Landon. Thank you, guys. Thank you, everybody. Cheers. Thank you, guys, all there out in TV land. <laughs> that is our episode. We will see you guys right here next week on Lights, Camera, Cocktail. Oh, my God. Jackie Brown. <laughs>